We're here. Gotta tell you boys, that music is pretty badass. Uh, Big uh, Ugly, how you feeling? I like it a lot, and we got a lot to talk about with the Wyatt family. A lot went down at the Royal Rumble. That's right, at the Royal Rumble, San Antonio, Texas, 52,000 people strong. And we're going to talk about the winner of the Royal Rumble, Randy Orton, but first we're going to introduce ourselves. My name is Dirty Mike. And I am the Big Ugly. And we've got a lot of special guests on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast today. This is a big show. Well, you know, you know what I say, big show, <laughs> Big Ugly. Absolutely. Wait, what's the big show? Oh, he did make an appearance at the Rumble, didn't he? He did make an appearance yeah. in the Royal Rumble. Uh, he didn't last very long. Yeah. Well, they're saving him up for Shaq at WrestleMania. Oh, so. no. Yeah. No. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. yes. But, yeah. Oh, my God, no. But he looks good, though. He, did Who? you notice? The big show? Yeah, he He's like in slimmed the best down a bit. shape yeah. of his life, maybe 440. That's not yeah. bad for him. And just to think, it's all for Shaq. Like, he, like, you really all think of that's that, going to happen? It's, it's going to happen. Haven't you seen Shaq put up his vignettes? Shaq put up vignettes of him training for the big show. Man. I don't know exactly when they're going to start the feud again, but... It's going down, man. Uh, you know, that's just one reason to watch WrestleMania. We got more reasons to watch WrestleMania. We're officially on the road to WrestleMania, but right now we're on the road of the mansion. Um, you know, right here in the lavish mansion. Right here. And I'll read it off my hand because that's what Mick Foley does. Um, but we're going to have a couple of special guests on this podcast because we're going to go down and talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about WWE. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble, but EWA Pro Wrestling just put on their first and possibly biggest show of the year. You were there, Big Ugly. Rage in the Cage. I mean, it was the best show that uh, I've ever been to live, and I'm talking about between WWE and EWA, and uh, I'm not being biased here. I really enjoyed myself. All of the matches were fantastic. Had me fully engaged the entire time. That's right. And we appreciate you being there amongst the uh, hundreds of possible thousands of people that were there at EWA Pro Wrestling. And we got a special it guest. Was, it was sold out in that place, man. It was, it was packed. More than sold yeah, out. Standing it was Standing room yeah. only, if that. Right. Man, I looked out it into that sea of humanity. Uh, unbelievable. So I'm glad you were a part of it. It was oh, big. And we're going to be talking about another big part of it. This is the man who rings the bell at EWA Pro Wrestling. This is the man who keeps the time in EWA Pro Wrestling. He's been a fan for a lot of years. Now he's inside the business. We want to welcome timekeeper of EWA Pro Wrestling, Mr. Joe Clunk. Joe, welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. It's great to be here, finally. Um, I do have to mention, though... Get your uh, hand out of my pocket. What? Wait, <laughs> put that cigarette out. We got a lot of Bobby Heenan references, Mean Gene Okerlund, well, you things like that. Stop. Uh, anyway, go on, Joe. No, you were saying it was uh, one of the biggest shows, if not the biggest show, that EWA has put on so far, as far as crowd is con concerned. Uh, are there rafters at Tall Cedars Hall, and were they hanging from them? Um, I believe they were. I couldn't see them from my vantage point ah. because I was definitely ring announcing and also refereeing, which we're going to get into. But uh, did you see anybody in the rafters? Sting, did perhaps? Uh, people were hanging from People rafters. were hanging yeah, they from were rafters. the rafters. I will agree, though, that... Um, and this is kind of for foreboding, pre preluding to yes. uh, stuff we're going to talk about. The tension was 
so thick you could cut it with, with a, a knife. knife. And we've all oh, just, well, at least the two of us did that kind of <laughs> with the hand thing. You can't see it, but with a knife. You know what I'm uh, saying? Simultaneous. Uh, simultaneous. Creepy. Simultaneous love. Sorry, that was Chef from South Park. You know, Isaac Hayes, good stuff. See, we go off on yeah. tangents oh. here. Sorry, that's what we do. Tangent We're not right. Mania. We're not right. We're not wrong. We're just fans. That's oh, what I'm talking about. There you go. That's right. Thank you. We got the Dirty Ugly yeah. Wrestling. One for uh, one. Pair, one for one. Right. If you didn't get that right, we were going to kick you out. Yeah. Um, oh, good. So we're going to have some uh, other guests here today. We're going to have a senior referee from EWA Pro Wrestling, Mr. Corey Berger. And I mean B-E-R-G-E-R. And that, that is not... Uh, mistake. That is for real. If you know anything about Baltimore, Maryland, you know about burger cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know about burger cookies, mm-hmm. Joe Clung. Oh, yeah. And I, know... I am I am the big ugly. The big is in there for a reason. I know about <laughs> burger cookies. That's right. Burger cookies, and you can get them pretty much uh, anywhere around the uh, state of Maryland and hopefully outside the state of Maryland as well. But check out B-E-R-G-E-R Burger Cookies on Facebook, Burger Cookies on Google burger cookies everywhere you can. We'll put them over. Um, and you, of course, EWAProWrestling.com. Absolutely. And if Matt Timby is listening, I've, Matt, given, up, I've given up the cookies. I've given you, them up, Matt. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's one of our quickest and most highest rated podcasts when we did that with uh, personal trainer Matt Timby. That was a fantastic interview. Great podcast. Man. Did you enjoy it? A lot, lot, of, lot of great information as far as uh, fitness and nutrition. Absolutely. Can't still be being shared. Still out there. Um, you know, we are crossing over state lines. You know, yes, so we are. It's yep. great. Matt, out of Ohio. His business has started up now, too. So if you go back and listen to that podcast uh, in the archives, you'll know where to find them. And you know all of our podcasts are archived on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. We're all over the place. Joe, you, you've listened to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, um, although uh, Stitcher and... Did you make those last two up? No. 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 no, I didn't make those yeah. up. That's a shoot. Sure. Oh, that is a, a shoot. It's okay. a shoot. No, uh, no, I de- no. How I do you have not listened. know about these? I, I mean, I, I know about iTunes, and know, I, I'm technologically deficient. You that's know, why you ring a bell. That's why I ring a bell. Exactly. <laughs> you know the clock, though. You know the, yeah, the stopwatch yeah, and the time. But if you were to tell me to get an app that rings a bell on the phone, you know, instead of actually physically ringing a bell, I, I wouldn't know how to pull that up. I, I'm told you, I'm te- they're, technologically. They're, um, yeah. There have been professional wrestling organizations that have tried that gimmick, ringing the bell off of a phone instead of having an Excuse actual me. bell. Excuse me, I have why, a message coming take, in from why, the Raw General Manager. Um, well, <laughs> if you don't have a bell or forget the bell or, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, we're so not going to. What the yeah. hell, use the bell. What the, <laughs> what the hell, use the bell. Um, so, big podcast today, huge podcast. It's huge. Oh. Biggest podcast ever. <laughs> That's right. What is it, uh, the new Tony Schiavone podcast? What happened when Monday with uh, uh, Conrad Thompson on uh, MLW uh, Radio Network? What is that? What does he say? It's the best co- podcast of it all time? It is the best podcast in the history of our sport. In the history of our sport. Tony Schiavone, total badass, by the way. Um, and check out Bruce Pritchard's Something to Wrestle With on MLW Radio. Awesome. There's a lot of good podcasts yeah. out there now. Yeah, hopefully if we keep putting them over... They will then put us over. over. (laughs) They they sent me some retweets and some likes on Twitter. And you know what? Dirty Ugly Wrestling, we got to put ourselves up a Twitter page. uh, And we got to put ourselves up an Instagram. So we're going to work on that. Yeah. All right. Because we got Facebook. I'm bad with social media, man. Yeah. Well, 
You know, so, that's why we're on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, not Twitter. We need Stitcher. a social media ambassador. <laughs> so I told you. You're social media ambassador. Up. It's funny you bring that up. Because sometime in the near future, you know how supremacy likes to demand that they be on the podcast? TJ Sykes kind of broke his way You mean they just in. invade the podcast they inter- whenever they want? Invade yes. the podcast. Yes. Well, now the recently named manager of the year in EWA Pro Wrestling... Violet caught me by surprise. How about that, huh? Yeah, social media ambassador to uh, all of supremacy, it seems. Um, she wants to be on the podcast, so that's gonna happen sometime soon. How about that, big ugly? We've had everybody else on. Why not? Well, she's been out doing supremacy's dirty work, that's why she hasn't been on the podcast. But now she wants the platform, now she wants to be on there. So, Violet, if you're listening, we'll, we'll contact you. You know, don't call us, we'll call you. Don't invade. Don't just show up at the mansion. Because that's not nice. Yeah. Security doesn't like that. Um, so, we're going to talk about EWA Pro Wrestling Rage in a Cage. Specifically, one last dance between Desert Storm and TJ Sykes. The 30-minute Iron Man steel cage match. I get goosebumps even thinking about it. I was the referee in that match. Joe, you were the timekeeper. Yes, I was. Of that match and every other match. And... Uh, you were right there in the in the sea of EWA country, Big Ugly. Yes, I was in the sea of... And that match was epic. I mean, everybody... When Desert Storm's music hit, everybody was on their feet. Um, it, it, you gotta... You, you just got... You gotta have been there to understand what was... The electricity in the room. Did that? you feel that big match feel with the big ex- extended entrances and, you know, uh, Desert Storm coming out in the USA gear for the first time in a long, long time? Yeah. Um, and you felt that like that slow saunter to the ring, even when they stepped into the cage, and I was in there waiting for him. Man, oh man! It it it, it was big. Uh, you you could feel the you could feel that everybody was was waiting for uh, this match, and they also played a uh, what do you call it before the video package? Yes, they played the yeah. package before that really built up the emotion to really show you how far these two have come to be going into this match as one last dance. So I was ready for it, man. And I think everybody else was. Yeah, and we're going to talk great about job, that. Great build. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we're going to talk about that in depth. Joe, you ready to talk about that? Oh, yeah. You are? Yeah, Good, yeah, yeah. I know there's going to be, a, I know there's plenty of debate. It's ripe for debate. You were getting heat after oh, the match. Yes. You know, even during intermission. Yes, yes. I, 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 yes, heel heat for the first time in my uh, uh, illustrious two year career. Got a heel timekeeper. Yeah, I know. Uh, so also, we talked about referee Corey Berger, senior referee WA Pro Wrestling. He's going to be here a little bit later. Uh, so, we should take it into our first break. What do you think? Might as well. Might as well. Do a and uh, we also have some, might as well use the bell. What is it? What the hell? Use what the, the hell? Use the bell. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get some uh, definite uh, quotes in here tonight because we got some great time. I want to talk about this. Uh, Joe Clunk brought a couple of different things. Uh, he was very generous with me uh, with the Christmas presents and things like that at the past show. Uh, Joe Clunk's all. By the way, I destroyed that Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Ah. It did not it, last long. I wouldn't figure it did. Dunkin' Donuts, by the way. Visit Dunkin' Donuts uh, for all of your oh. donut needs. I, I don't do know. You think, Why are you yeah, plugging Dunkin' Donuts? I don't know. Donuts. I just said Dunkin' <laughs> Donuts. Like plugging McDonald's. Right. Do they, people they really need to know yeah, that there are McDonald's? They don't need a plug, man. I, you know, <laughs> I'll talk about There's plugging There's five of them on the way home. Right. Eating that. But anyway, uh, that's mm. a different story. Hey, you know what? I got JR's Family Barbecue Chipotle Ketchup in front of us. So we got JR's sauce right here. That uh, man's got a family. I, that's right. I, I, I looked it up online. Uh, 
the certain things My that will God. happen after you ingest it. Uh, within five minutes, you should be rattling off college football stats and references in no time. <laughs> Is it so, Oklahoma? Or just Oklahoma? Uh, all, or all, all college football. football. Seriously. Tell Man. them that... Uh, Ron Simmons played for the Florida State Seminoles. He and sure was did. A good, By God, All-American. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ha! Yeah, I remember about uh, Jim Ross. Jim Ross, that's right. Um, fired three times by the WWE. How about that? He got fired three times? Three times. At least the three of them I know. It might be more. I yeah, didn't even I realize was, that. Uh, he was fired several they times. They just wait every time they go to Oklahoma City. And it's just like uh, there's a little, you know, little JR Will, he ever, come, will he ever come back to the WWE? What you guys think? Uh, Will they ever get him back? Special guest, commentator, anything? He's a Hall of Famer. I don't see why not. Maybe a one-off here and there. What do you, you think, You can Joe? never say never uh, in this business. That's They're right. Definitely a one-off. I don't know about a regular thing because they, they seem to be going towards the uh, the more youthful crowd at the moment, which JR, JR would not be confused being youthful. But he's experienced... Uh, yeah, JR you know, always he, shows up in the front row of NXT events. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You just never know. But uh, yeah, let's take it in to the first break. And when we come back, we're going to give the quick results uh, for the entire Rage in the Cage car. And I'm sure we're going to go in depth later on down the road because we're on the road now to Sweet 16, Saturday, March 18th, Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland. Tickets are on sale at EWAMaryland.com. That's a big 16 man tournament where over the course of time we're going to have 16 and it's going to whittle down to 8 to 4 to the final two and then the winner will be the 2017 Sweet 16 Tournament Trophy winner and as we've all seen, that can also warrant other rewards but we don't know what they will be yet. So we're excited about that. You're going to be there ringing the bell, Joe. I Most certainly. Where, where else would I be? Where else would you be? In Big Ugly, you should be in the house. I should be in the house. Uh, yeah, I'm out of town the week beforehand, ah, so I'm there that weekend. The week before. I'm good. We're not worried about the week yeah. before. You're going to be out of town. You'll be all right, but yeah. we'll be there for the Sweet 16. All right, let's go into our first break. Joe, t- tell us something to take us into the first break. Give us a quote or give us a voice or something. Um, uh... Yeah, get, get, get your hand out of my pocket. I don't. You already know. did yeah. that. Oh, it's a, okay. Originality, Joe. Oh, we'll okay. I, you know what? You I, you know what? I, I had the best date on the block uh, that month. But you should have seen her. You know, it, it, <laughs> I, was, I was champion strong. of the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. This is Dirty Mike, a.k.a. Mikey D, the voice of Maryland, and I'd like to invite you to the Pain Factory EWA Pro Wrestling Training Facility, 1113 North Point Road in Dundalk, Maryland, for free tryouts to be in the pro wrestling business. We also have pro wrestling birthday parties for all ages. For all that and more EWA Pro Wrestling info, contact us at 443-858-2755. Find us, like us, follow us, and join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and EWAMaryland.com. And we're back with the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Again, my name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big Ugly. And we're here with... Joe Clunk, the EWA Timekeeper. That's and, right. And uh, I believe Reba McIntyre somewhere that, around here. That is not a Reba McIntyre. Well, it's not Tito's sister? It is not. That's Ooh. Reba McIntyre! <laughs> you said you were going to save that one for later. We just pulled that one right yeah, back well, out. Oh, 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 well, it was later. I it mean, was later, you know, absolutely. Like two minutes, but it was later. WrestleMania 8 reference there. Okay. Mm. And, uh, you know, EWA, Tito Santana, he was in the EWA Pro yes, Wrestling. He was. That's right, Summer Sizzler a few years ago. Great times, great times. Mm. So, uh, let's get, uh, dive right in here to EWA Pro Wrestling, Rage in the Cage. Uh, let's go through the quick, quick results. Now, um, we're going to go in depth a little bit later on 
in our podcasts, I'm sure. But let's just go down the card. We had a kickoff match, and that 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 match had the crowd jacked. I mean, these two actually went at it and went at it for a good six, seven minutes. Great match to start off the show. Jai Cole, Jamaican powerhouse. Uh, he won over the returning JT Moore, the all-nighter party fighter. Yes, who is a uh, Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast veteran. Yes, he is. And was kidnapped. By uh, Supremacy. By Supremacy. Went missing, came back angry, wanted a match, got a match, put up a good fight. And he did not win. Yeah. But we did see him later on, and, and we're going to get to that. He's still partying. He is still partying. He's probably partying right now. Yeah. Um, but while he's listening to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Um, so the next, uh, we had um, DTP. They exploded the team that we had. And it, it got everywhere, all over the cage, everything like that. Uh, so we had Ivan Ali, and Ivan Ali got the win over Duran J. That was a pretty good match. You saw that one, Joe Clark. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, what do you think about DTP exploding? You think it's over? It's never over. <laughs> It's it's hard to say, uh, but um, I would think that a man the size of Ivan Ali would he, he's probably got the mindset where he thinks you know I'm big enough to do this on my own. I'm not saying that uh, Duranje is not skilled. Obviously, if you're going to call yourself the artist, you have to be uh, have a certain skill set. But uh, Ivan Ali is he's he's thinking he's probably big enough to make a a run at the singles ranks and. Uh, Probably doesn't need a tag team partner. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see if the issue is actually over. See where uh, Ivan Ali and Duran Jay go from there. I mean, Duran Jay may be a small guy, but he took it to him in the beginning. He Hit sure him did. with the cage door, put the boots to him. He knew he had to do it. Uh, he yeah. had to take uh, big advantage there to try to get up on the bigger, stronger Ivan Ali. But Duran Jay, great athlete. Great professional wrestler. He's got a big run in him, I think, too. Absolutely. Maybe for the uh, Maryland future. Championship. Great future. Duran Jay, the artist. Uh, so the Oddball Army in a triple threat tag team championship match. They actually won the EWA tag team championship. And they defeated the Dark Horses in that match, which good to see Supremacy going down where they need to go. And also the new team of Tony Macko, who did a tribute to Superfly Jimmy Snuka by standing on top of the cage and doing the Superfly Splash off of the top of the cage. That was awesome. And his partner was El Bucanero Negro, uh, the Pirate. So, uh, but later on we found uh, that uh, the Pirate came back and took his mask off and it was actually the all-nighter party fighter J.T. Moore and took it to the Dark Horses, one of the reasons why the Oddball Army is the tag team champions right now. Big Ugly, I know you want to say something about this. Well, I was just going to say, before the match, I mean, the Dark Horses, like, completely dismantled El Bucanero. Uh, de- El Bucanero Nero- Negro. Negro, yes. I'm sorry. My the Negro. Dark my Pirate. My Spanish is horse. Yes, the <laughs> Dark Pirate. Yeah, we'll just go the Dark Pirate, yeah. But, uh... Great match, man. I love this match. And that tribute to uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, um, perfect. I can't. I mean, that was a risky, a risky dive. Very risky. Very risky dive. Yeah. Mm, but that he, cage is high, so I, yeah. That is uh, no. That's a, that's no fifteen foot high steel yeah. cage. That's like yeah. twenty feet. Yeah. You know? and, and when you watch somebody take a dive on TV, it's just like, oh yeah, that's cool. But when you are watching it, it's like. Yeah, these dudes are crazy. Live and in living color. Yeah, yeah. And that uh, was that was one of the crazier matches of the of the evening. And uh, you know, and also you know, called in a midair hard drive. 
Hard that? drive, man. <laughs> when uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. a move by Tony Macko where he uh, goes off of the top of the shoulders of uh, you know back top of the shoulders to the opponent and drives your head down into the mat. Hard drive. Yes. How about that? Um, Jason Drake is still the EWA Maryland champion. He had uh, the rabid Rizzo in his corner, and uh, he took on the show Mr. Jones, another fantastic match, actually, by two individuals. Mr. Jones representing Supremacy, uh, also a veteran of the podcast, uh, just as the Dark Horses have been on the podcast before. You we, know. We've been invaded by all the Supremacy. We have, and Jason Drake and, and Rabid Rizzo have been on the podcast. So, Jason Drake, the only two-time repeater? No, he's not. No, we've had Storm we've had and TJ. on there. And yeah. TJ. Okay. So yeah. we've had a couple of uh, two-time. Two-timers. Two-timers. Yeah, there's an, there's an announcer, Mr. Two-time. we got to oh, get Oh, Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good stuff, man. Um, let's, let, let's say that Jason Drake, again, fantastic match. And he has a new number one contender. Let's uh, just jump down the list right here. That would be Rayburn, who clashed uh, with... The weight of the world, Corey Bush, who's also been on the podcast, and Rayburn took the number one contendership, and you saw Jason Drake actually holding the title up, standing on the announce table after that match. What a sight. Can't wait to see Jason Drake and Rayburn go at it for the title. Yeah, I I quoted it in my uh, um, written review, which will be up on the website soon enough. Uh, EWAMaryland.com. Yes, EWAMaryland.com. Great Um, reviews by Joe Klon. Thank you, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, um... Al Snow once quoted uh, in his uh, uh, brief commentary reign, two meat-slapping mastodons. Wow. Is that Corey Bush and Rayburn? They, that is probably as close as you could get to, uh, to I mean... Meat-slapping? That's, that's a lot of, lot of beef in that ring. That doesn't sound good. That's, uh, Where's the beef? You remember that from Wendy's? Uh, that little old lady? Yeah. She couldn't get that bell ringing right at WrestleMania 2. No, that. she couldn't. No. She needed you. What? What? <laughs> Oh, okay, now, now, and then they go to somebody else. That's right. Horrible. Oh, man, absolutely horrible. We had the legendary super cruiserweight, the only four-time cruiserweight champion in EWA history, also a veteran of the podcast, Wes Mercer. He retained his championship, but uh, he had a lot of hard work a- ahead of him. And he had on his Super Saiyan gear, so it helped him out. I was about to say, <laughs> you, you enjoyed that. He had the great gear on. Uh, he took on Chris Burns. Apollo Cruz, the real Apollo Cruz. Cruz. That's <laughs> right. And a newcomer, EWA debut, Ken Phoenix. How did he do? He eliminated Chris Burns and Apollo Cruz. How about that? He was, he was picking them off. He was one on by fire. one. Yeah. I, I really thought he was going to win. You know, his first time out, the debut. But it, it's kind of you know, Wes Mercer's got everybody's number. Oh, he's yeah. the legendary Super Cruiserweight. He is for and a reason. So, for and a if reason. you don't believe that he has everyone's number, yeah, just ask him. He'll 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 let you know. And uh, and Ken Phoenix, uh, a uh, future of honor prospect. If you yes. uh, watch uh, the uh, ROH YouTube page, that's right. He's Good had stuff. a match on there already uh, at their dojo, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he's an up and comer. And uh, he was definitely using the uh, uh, very resourceful tactics, just picking off uh, Apollo Cruz first, who who got crotched on top of the cage. Yeah, he went up to the top of the cage and tried yeah. to do something legend, wait for it, dairy off the top of the cage, and yeah, he got crotched up there. Yeah, yes, and he got Not pinned, fun. He got pinned in short order, and then, uh, and then you know, uh, Chris Burns, he got, he was taken advantage of by Ken Phoenix, got the pin there, and, uh, but, you know, Chris Burns, the master of that low blow shot. 
He, yes, he made he sure, sure he left that uh, he left that uh, signature on Ken Phoenix at, before he left the cage. That's right, and that's going to segue nicely into our next match. By the way, great four way uh, elimination contest, uh, fantastic. West Mercer still EWA Cruiserweight Champion. But the segue into Bill Ward, the Hamden Hammer, taking on Simon Rhyme. and uh, of course Chris Burns would interfere on the part of Simon Rhyme, but it's a steel cage match, so what are you going to do? Um, but Bill Ward had some help out there, guys. Oh, yeah. Pete Ivner. Did you see this guy? This guy was jacked. Yeah. Plus, he had a lot of energy. Jacked. Yes. Man. Yeah. And put that figure four on, man. He sure did. Figure four. Figure four. Figure four. Figure, you know, figure four. Figure four. Figure four. Figure five. Brimstone. Figure. I'm sorry. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, uh, you know. That was a great match. Bill Ward got the win, but I don't think Simon and Chris are done with them yet. Another veteran of Bill Ward recently. The DUW podcast. That's right, 2015. Uh, I'm I'm hesitant. Chris Burns is a longtime UWA pro wrestling superstar, but I'm hesitant just because Chris Burns likes to hit people in the nuts. Pardon my language. Uh, I don't want him doing that to us. Or we'll be yeah. doing this podcast yeah. in falsetto. Yeah, we don't need no nut shots here. No. Man, so, That's not what yeah. it's about. Dirty so. Ugly Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> See? We'll be talking like Smurfs. <laughs> or uh, whatever that is. Oh, yes. That's, that's kind of a Paul, <laughs> Paul Bear thing. <laughs> Once in a somebody else does a voice like that with that high-pitched voice. Oh, come on. Jim Cornette. That's uh, right. Yeah. And they talk Daddy. about that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I my hate God. I hate wrestling right now. I hate it. Come on. It's dead. Damn. Or, <laughs> or you know, Michael P.S.A.'s. Doot, doot, doot. We're giving <laughs> Pritchard a lot, of, a lot of play on this. And Conrad Thompson, by the way. Conrad Thompson, fantastic. He's on a lot of podcasts. Where's my Jack Daniels at? <laughs> we ain't got a Some gun. But we do have JR's family barbecue. I'll drink sauce. that. That got some alcohol in it. Swig a barbecue sauce for the working man. Bad street. Bad <laughs> GA. This is where we get off on tangents, guys. <laughs> Could be the longest podcast in Dirty Ugly Wrestling history. Hey, let's segue into uh, one of the main events of the night, an escape-only match in the cage for the EWA Heavyweight Championship. Joey Badami cashing in his Evolution contract, did it weeks ahead of time, let him know it was coming, against hashtag Pat Anthony with his social media ambassador, Violet. Which we need a social media ambassador as well. But <laughs> the uh, crowd was hot for Joey Badami, guys. I don't know if you guys heard it, but they were hot. And this was the ninth match of the night. We were, we were and like two they, and a half hours into the card. The crowd was on fire the whole night. Whole night. The whole night. And everybody wanted Joey Badami to win this championship. It did not happen. No. Hashtag Pat Anthony retained. Now, these guys used trash cans and they used canes and steel chairs my god uh and they also used the steel cage and also hashtag pat anthony from the top of the steel cage a swanton it sure off did. the top I, I hate to give this guy credit but he deserves uh, it you know, some to, some, some hate, small slither of yeah, credit to come to back from that credit, but man. to come back from that i you got you got to have some toughness in you regardless of who you're running with or not but and I will tell you, it did not uh, surprise anybody that this match ended so closely. Uh, Joey Badami going out the door, Pat Anthony hashtag going over the cage, and hashtag Pat Anthony made it first. And, of course, all of Supremacy, even though getting beat down for most of the night, carried hashtag Pat Anthony out on top of the shoulders victoriously. Didn't seem to be any controversy within Supremacy at that point in time. No, yeah, we've been calling for the implosion of Supremacy for the past month and a half. and uh, Still going to happen, I believe it. 
Yeah, Wait it will the happen. Sweet 16 yeah, tournament. Yeah. When all these people are getting in this tournament, it's going to be friend versus friend, foe versus foe. You're never going to know who you draw in that tournament. Yeah. It could be the dark horses against each other. It could be Mr. Jones versus hashtag Pat Anthony. You never know. So it's, we will be proving that we're not false prophets. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It, this is true. If if you dangle a carrot in front of a horse, it's going to uh, it it you know probably take the carrot and probably half your half your hand too. Where did that you know? go? Where did that go? Dangling a carrot in front of a horse. It, it, it's like it's like trying to wind your butt to scratch your watch. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Midnight Express. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> This is. Awesome. I've got so many voices, you, and you all of them are are. What about very Gordon horrible. Soley? Oh Can you yes, break out a little Gordon that, Soley? that guy right there. Uh huh. Yes, the grand old champion inside of a steel cage, rage in the cage, over seven hundred people at Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville. <laughs> How long have you been in the that business, awesome. uh, Mister uh, Gordon? Uh, it's hard to say. Probably about. Hmm, about 95 glorious years, maybe going on 115. <laughs> oh, those steel steps weigh about 80 to 100 pounds. Maybe 180 that's, pounds. Uh, that's Michael Cole. That is Michael Cole, that but is, it's just that is, uh, bringing me wrestling. And remember, remember that that, uh, that cage, that hurts. You could get a finger caught in there. <laughs> I got a paper cut wow, off a of finger? Uh, what, do you, what do you think of all these voices? Where's your impressions at, Big Ugly? Uh... I think you know I'm I'm bad at impressions, and then most of the quotes that are coming out, I I, I just don't know what you guys are talking about. I know about. We're, <laughs> we're going way back. I'm bad at I'm bad at impressions too. It's not stopping me. <laughs> wow, Lucha Underground on Netflix, by the way, coming up. But anyway, more on Where that. Did that come they, from? I was looking at Joe's shirt. They, Joe's wearing the shirt. They can't see my shirt, but he's wearing a Lucha Underground shirt. It's That's got that true. Face on it. Great, great segue. That's true. Plug Here. Lucha and Netflix, and no, 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 leave that thing on. <laughs> Go my God, leave match. that shirt on. Don't put be Cory Bush. Put that cigarette. Oh, jeez. Don't that be was like Cory Bush. That was a sight, and uh, we'll he, just leave it at that. Hey, the crowd, was, the crowd was hot for that, man. He started loosening those straps. Were they Ooh. hot or were they scared? That's what I'm a little from column A. That was, uh, that was a lot of bush. Um, Hello. Anyway. Oh, whoa. Uh, Corey Bush. <laughs> what, what, are we Corey, still on the What scene? kind of podcast is this? This is dirty and ugly. That's you what this is. You told me to keep this PG-13, it's and now you're, re- you're wandering off the Next reservation. Way, I'm, I'm not talking about bush. Let's just get out. Let's get, get off bush. Um, but anyway, <laughs> let's talk about... Stop saying bush. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stop. I swear. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about, let's get into one of the main topics of this podcast. Let's talk about One Last Dance. Let's talk about 30 Minutes, Iron Man, In the Steel Cage. Let's talk about Desert Storm and TJ Sykes. I was the special guest referee. Now, um, all of you were there. We, we all played different capacity, different roles. We're going to have um, another point of view, Corey Berger, who was one of the uh, outside officials from the back there. And he's actually the senior official in EWA Pro Wrestling. Um, but let's talk about this. Now, this match, I mean, I think this had the build. I think you were saying this big, ugly, offline. Uh, the build of one of the biggest matches of all time. Now, you don't get this at all the time in WWE or TNA or Lucha or Ring of Honor. Sometimes you do, but this was a legitimate build. These guys have been at it for several years. This was it. Yeah, there one was, last dance. There was care given to uh, the build from the... Uh, 
Why can't I think of these words of the promo? What do you call them? The it vignette? was a video package. Video package, yes. Video sure. vignette. Yes. <laughs> but there were video packages even before the actual match. And then there was a video package at the match before it started. And I actually got chills uh, when Desert Storm came out just because of uh, how hot the crowd was. And, and you could just feel the emotion in the room. So, And I, I was in the ring, so I didn't see all of this. But I do see he came out in his full USA full gear. Full USA gear with the flag. With the flag. Accompanied by the real Apollo Crews. Accompanied by the blue flag, right. And he was accompanied by some other military personnel. And had, also had the old theme music going as well. Ditched the whole uh, Silence of the Lambs, Goodbye Horses stuff. And uh, just, yeah. You know, I yeah. Mean, Desert Storm, definitely, you know, it's party time. Sometimes it, with the chapstick. Yeah. But Not that No chapstick today. No. Nope. Nope. It was all about the, the task at hand. One last dance. 30 minutes on the clock. Um, you know, they stood there toe-to-toe. I stood there. I told them, this is it. One last dance. I called for the clock to start, the bell to ring. Joe Clunk, you rang the bell. Yes, I did. To begin with, and here we go. So, um, as a referee, I was doing my best to stay out of the way, to be impartial. There was no disqualifications, no countouts. All I could really do was count a pinfall or call a submission. That's it. Um, I got a little more involved, as you guys know. Mm. You got a chant. Uh, I just want to put that in there. Did you hear your chant? I, I believe I did. You I got heard, a Mikey D chant. I did, and I didn't do anything. Well, I was just, you know. But I've been a big, I've been a big part of the story, and I've been absolutely. proud to be a part of the story. So thank you. We, you got, you oh, got, you got super oh, kicked we got a in knock the face. The door. So oh, I have been super kicked you, in the face. Yeah, you got Take super, you got uh, super kicked in the face. Uh, you got a chant because you started. Pretty much, you started letting uh, Storm have his way with TJ, so the crowd got behind you for doing that, um, and this was before you got more involved. Joe, Yeah, Williams. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, two super kicks, uh, you know, I, I, I don't blame him, I don't blame uh, Mikey D for getting involved, honestly, from all of the abuse, verbally and physically, is taken from uh, Supremacy in this particular uh this particular feud. I, I don't blame him one bit. That's right. And uh, we're going to go deeper into that. And uh, yeah, Mikey G. Mikey D. Chant was pretty Mikey good. G. Thank you. Mikey Who's G. Who's he? I don't know. Um, but hey, you know, we have been joined, as we were mentioning earlier, by senior referee from EWA Pro Wrestling. Um, the one, the only, Mr. Corey Berger. Corey, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Wonderful. It's great to have you here on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. So how, how close to this thing do I need to sit? Uh, you can lean up a little bit. Yeah, we want to make sure everybody hears you. You know, All you right, are the senior official, so you are the authority. In radio, they like it when it's right in my face. So. Right in your face. Yeah. So this thing has a pretty good range. This is a small, what is this, a Zoom recorder? What is this? Yeah, Zoom. Something. Are we going to put them over now? It's the Zoom recorder. I don't know, but it's I, got. Hey, some, why not? We, we've been a, putting everybody else over. You might get a free upgrade out. You of put it, over so Dunkin' Donuts, so we, I think we can put over the Zoom I, recorder. I love their coffee. See, there you yes. go. Yeah. And we put over burger cookies, and we did it earlier, and we got some right here on the table for Dirty Ugly Wrestling. So thank you very much for that. Um, you know, uh, check out burger cookies. We're gonna talk about that more. Uh, but we just started talking about one last dance, thirty-minute Iron Man match, Rage in the Cage, Desert Storm. TJ Sykes. Before we get into uh, how we're going to talk about this, let's let's start with you, Corey. Let's welcome you to the podcast. Let's warm you right up. So, you were an outside observer uh, in this match because I I was in the ring refereeing. What did you see during that thirty minutes? How did you see that going down? Did you enjoy was, the match? That was kind of a open ended question. I I did. I you know, 
I mean, obviously, we're all in the business because we're fans. So, as a fan, I did enjoy the match. Um, as, you know, being friends with uh, with Desert Storm, I'm, obviously, I'm not TJ's biggest fan. but Me neither. Uh, you know, even still, uh, there were a few times where I was a little con- more, more than a little concerned for their safety. It was, uh, it was pretty intense. It was intense. And uh, you did get to watch that. As, as a fan, per se, and as uh, Big Ugly did, and uh, Joe, you watched it as the timekeeper, um, basically calling the falls when they happened and making sure. So um, during that match, again, I was trying to stay impartial, I trying to stay out of the way. Uh, you know, there was a relatively quick fall by TJ, um, you know, hit the super kick, of course, that's what he does, um, getting a fall. And then uh, Desert Storm came back. You know, he got a fall, tied it up one-to-one. And it was pretty tight, pretty close-knit. At one point, TJ decided to shove me into the ropes, which actually crotched Desert Storm on the top rope as he was trying to do something off the top rope. Um, And actually, there's still a pretty big bruise on my arm for that. Oh, wow. You know, see that? that. Check that out. Battle scars. Yeah, man. Uh, So, referees get hurt, too. Uh, Did did you... Did you uh, not think that you were actually going to get touched? Remember how I said I had no idea what to expect except I knew it was going to be brutal? Did I expect not to get you? No, I figured something was going to happen. I was trying to stay out of the way. Um, But, you know, I got knocked into the ropes, and TJ got a couple of sick kicks, you know, in the back of Desert Storm's skull. There's two to one right there. Um, So a lot of things happened in between when it was two to one, TJ... And I want to get uh, your guys' take on uh, a couple of these things. So, there was a table that was a timekeeper's table. That was taken from me. That's right. Um, taken from Spilled you. Spilled Forceful. Yeah, I know. How about that? I know. I was um, wearing that the whole night. Uh, <laughs> but I tell you, and then, and then you just pulled up a chair and you had the table and you were basically doing it from yeah, the floor. Yeah, makeshift uh, timekeeping 101. And then both competitors went through the table. The show must go on. Mm -hmm. That's right. The show must go on. The clock did not stop. Nope. Clock stopped for nothing. Nope. 30-minute Ironman match. And uh, there was a point there where TJ was going to use a chair again. And he was going to basically decapitate Desert uh, Desert Storm. Now, of course, there's no rules in this match. But at this point, I'm trying to step in. You know, TJ's got, you know, the next fall pretty much won. He can take it anytime he wants, and he wants to destroy Desert Storm. Um, I didn't want that to happen, so I attempted to take the chair away from him. And as I tried to do this, he hit me in the gut with the chair. All right, so now you have to ask yourself, should you have gotten involved in that way? I don't know. As a referee, what do you think, Corey? Should I have tried to take that chair away from him? Allow me to answer. Please do. No, you should not have. How come? Because there there were no rules. I mean, the chair should not have been in the ring, and there's, it was really it's uncalled for for him to use the chair. But as far as the rules of the match go, it was not against the rules, so there was really no reason for you to step in. You're you're right about that. Um, as a referee standpoint, absolutely. And even from a fan standpoint, right, there's no rules. Why should I, you know, I think because of what TJ has done to me over time. You mean holding a knife to your neck? Yeah, holding a knife to me, super kicking me, um, you know, super kicking Ray C. Hawkins, kidnapping Desert Storm's cat. I mean, how much... Kidnapping JT Moore. uh, Kidnapping JT Moore, the all-nighter party fighter. I mean, how much 
more does he have to do and have to prove? I think that's where I just kind of lost it and just tried to take it away. I paid for it. Yes, I got did. I got hit with the chair in the gut. And uh, Joe Clunk, you know, you you I don't know if you saw what was coming next, but uh, I really didn't. You know, Desert Storm was in the clutches of TJ. TJ tried to take him out. I then I just said screw it. I just got hit with the chair, and then I just. Hit a super kick right in Desert Storm's chest to get him out of the way. He fell to his knees. I saw one more opportunity. I just decided to take his head off. So, with a super kick. And I did it. And then it went right into Desert Storm with the biggest choke slam I think I've ever seen in my life. And then I counted probably the longest two count in history. Two in 99 one hundredths. And I couldn't believe that TJ kicked out of that. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. The, Joe, what do the, you think? Uh, when when the, the choke slam happened and you had the closest uh, two in 99 one hundredths or whatever you want to call it, I, I mean, I could see the frustration on Desert Storm's face. More importantly, I could see the frustration on your face. You wanted that fall to take place. And like I said before, I don't, I don't blame you one bit. For uh, wanting to see that happen, uh, and quite frankly, I was shocked that that was not one of the falls. I I, I couldn't believe it. I've, I everything in my body told me it was tied up right there, and I kept and, and this is for you, Corey. I believe I kept the cadence of the count even for each competitor all the way through the match. What do you think about that? Did you notice that at all, being a referee? I well, I didn't I didn't notice you okay. favoring uh, one or the other. Uh, but for that specific count, uh, I was I was still a little in shock from the kick. So I I don't I don't think I even remember that count. Uh, I remember just I, I honestly I know that the kick happened and I remember kicking TJ because I remember all of the emotion and frustration all came out at one time, and it just happened. And I realized after I did it when you said the reaction that you saw, Joe. Mm-hmm. Not only did I not believe that that count did not go to three but i also didn't count at the three i could have but i didn't i just couldn't believe that i had done that as a referee i was really in shock over the whole thing big ugly i agree and as being being a fan i was shocked that you did it but in a way i was kind of glad even though i knew you're a ref you shouldn't be getting involved it just felt like sweet justice after everything yeah as as a referee that was totally uncalled for but as as a human being he he definitely deserved it I, I agree, and uh, TJ has done a lot worse to a lot more, you know, people. So, mm, mm-hmm. so that didn't happen. Um, two to one, still. Match goes on. Clock ticks down, and as we're getting in five minutes, four minutes, three minutes, two minutes, we're getting so close. TJ saw the clock, and he actually tried to escape to get out of the cage to try to kill some time off the clock. Desert Storm said, "Uh-uh, I ain't doing that." And then he actually climbed up to the cage with him. And then we saw the biggest Barack O bottom that you've ever seen off the top of the ropes, almost near the top of the cage. And then there was a cover. Basically, it wasn't even a cover. It was just a hand over a chest. Desert Storms over TJs. And then I counted. One, two, the bell rang. And then I counted three. Now, apparently that's... What we've seen, we've we've all we've all seen on EWA Pro Wrestling the last minute of the match. You can slow it down, you can stop it. Um, this is where the controversy starts. I'm gonna start with you, Joe. You rang the damn bell. Yes, I did. So and uh, I I counted the three. You rang the bell. Uh-huh. What's your story? Well, I for one was one of those people that uh, 
when I had the opportunity, uh, I watched it. I watched it in real time about 10 or 10 or 15 times. And, you know, uh, if you watch it 10 times, honestly, five times, you know, you're thinking, oh, that count happened after three. And five times you're thinking, oh, that count happened before three. So, you know, right then and there, I was like, okay, I got to put a little bit more perspective into this. So I slowed up the video and I slowed up the sound. And here is what happened. Now, of course, when it happened, you know, it's all blur. It's a bang, bang, play at home. It's the uh, last second shot at the buzzer. Yep. You know, it's it's that kind of deal. Right. This is what happened as far as I'm concerned. And I have pretty good instincts when it happened in real time. But this is what happened when it's all slowed down. The move was hit. The arm was draped over the chest. You get down for the count. You count one. Mm-hmm. You count two. Two. As your hand springs up for the third beat of that three count, the clock on the video wall strikes quadruple zero, 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 mm-hmm. from 30. As soon as that clock hit zero and you, you know, made this clear to me in the parameters of the match, you know, these guys get 30 minutes to settle their differences. After mm-hmm. 30 minutes, that's it. It's over. It, you know, there's there's no other time allotted. Yep. It is 30 minutes. That's what has been agreed to. When that clock hit zero, I rang that bell. With Without hesitation, it was pretty much a snap reflex on my part. And, you know, in two years of doing this, you know I'm... I'm pretty good at spotting these sort of things. Now, as as I rang that bell, if you watch on the video, mm-hmm. your hand is about six inches away, it, it, roughly about six inches away from hitting that mat for the third time. So, you know, like I said, bang, bang, play at home. And, you know, if it, and I got heat after the... Uh, after the <laughs> announcement was done, after, you know, intermission was announced, I had people behind me saying, you know, put on some glasses, you're wrong, you're, you know, you screwed up, blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and um, I, you know, and I, I, I wanted one more second. I really did. In, in my heart of hearts, I wanted one more second. So Desert Storm could have gotten that pin. He could have gotten the, the, the score tied at two, and then you could have, you know, either, you know, Gave them five more minutes, declared a draw, whatever the decision may have been. I'll come back to you. Okay. Corey, you were senior referee, EWA Pro Wrestling. You came out um, with our other referee, Jesse, and uh, you basically, both of you told me, this match is over. You gave me the microphone, announced the winner, this is over. I was contesting, the pinfall happened, it was 2-2, two to two. it was tied, we needed to go on, we needed to get a winner. You being the senior official told me it was over. Tell me your criteria. Did you see the same thing that Joe Clunk, our timekeeper, saw? Yes, I did. I saw the clock hit zero, and then I heard your hand hit. So it was uh, basically an audible thing. Like, well, you... be I mean, being there, uh, was it, none of us were really in the position to be watching both the clock and the count. Sure. Um, which, which is why Joe was, had his eye on the clock because as it got down, there was, there was no reason for him to, you know, he watch anything else, right? Yeah. Because when it hit zero, he needed to hit the bell, which he did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's hard to say because light travels faster than sound. So obviously you see things before you hear things. Mm -hmm. 
So that that just makes it even more complicated to to uh, you know figure out what what went hap- what happened. But I'm fairly confident that that the clock went to zero before you made the three count. Fairly confident. So I mean, and that's where you have to step in because me as a referee, I may not have made the right call. I was emotionally. <laughs> I was so charged up. I did not change my cadence at all. It, it, I didn't honestly hear the bell. I didn't see the clock. All I did was look at the hand over the chest and made sure that the shoulders didn't move. So I still you know, contested at that point in time. I have went back and watched the video too. But you being a senior official uh, of EWA Pro Wrestling and then agreeing, of course, with Jesse, um, the other referee who was there that night, you know, you guys made a call at the time. I didn't agree with the call at the time. Honestly, I I thought it was two to two. I thought we needed to go on. What would have been would would if that clock would have hit zero and I would have hit my hand before that? Would we have gone on two to two and just find the next fall be the winner, or would we just left it at two to two? What do you think, Corey? Ah, uh, I'm I'm not even sure. Yeah, I don't because you watch it now as a fan, of course, <laughs> because you're watching the match from the back. You know, you're not being you know completely in the judgment call of being the referee, you can actually watch it as a fan at this point. You know, do you want to see that finish? Do you want to see it go on? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, everybody deserved uh, to to know. You know, everybody deserved a decision. Um, but we had other matches that we needed to do that night. So whether or not there would have been overtime... I'm not even I'm not even sure because uh, I don't know you know I'm not in charge of the the production that goes on as far as the right. the time limits go right. and how late we can run and all that so I don't know if we if we were uh, you know allowed extra time in case there was overtime or if you know maybe there would have just been a, another match scheduled later on. Were you sent out by any management, to, you know, or was that you coming out with Jesse or bringing Jesse out, or was that his call? Who was it, you know, that came out to come and tell me that, you know, get this over? Well, this we over. we were actually out there the whole time. Yeah, I mean, you were you were out there surrounding the cage, but I mean, was it you? Is that your decision to come in the cage and you know basically say it's over? That's it. Yes. So as a senior official, you made a decision. Yes. Okay. Because we we needed to. The, the crowd deserved to know what what actually happened. I was reluctant. I honestly was reluctant. Because, you know, everybody had their own opinions and, and speculations. And also, to his point, um, now about the time, that can be questionable or whatever, but uh, could they have even physically gone on for another five or ten minutes? They threw everything at each other. I don't think either one of them got up uh, for everything. Is it humanly possible? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that that you got to take into account. I mean, yeah, as much as you I'm, don't like TJ, you know, I did mean... Did TJ even get up? Because uh, I remember he was I remember beating. Supremacy carried him out. I don't know that... Uh, that's uh, what I heard. Neither one of them could really get up. I don't I, know that he got up. I, I honestly... I mean, I went to the back. Once I had announced the winner, I was... Just, I guess, so frustrated that I needed, I wanted the match to go on. I just left. Uh, I heard there were some things that happened after the bell, and that's what I'm going to ask you about, Big Ugly. Um, after the bell, I should after after the fact. Now, you watch this as a fan. You watch this as Dirty Ugly Wrestling. You know TJ Sykes and Supremacy have invaded our podcast, so you had some emotional investment in this, too. When it was leading up to the last minute, you know, that last Barack Obama, that, that pinfall that was so close, 
Uh, what were your thoughts? What were you thinking about this whole thing that we're talking about? Yeah, so um, I, I didn't go back and watch the video as, as you guys have done, but as a fan, after I saw the last Barack Obama, um, I stopped looking at the time. Uh, I was so invested. So when I saw uh, Desert Storm get the pin, I'm just thinking it's about to be tying it up. 2-2. Two, two. Here we go. Um, and then I heard the bell ring, and I'm thinking that, you know, you got it. And so first thing that comes to my mind is like, oh, is this some Montreal screwdriver or something? Like, you know, what's going on? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> love it. So, right. But, uh, but, uh, you know, then, uh, 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 uh Corey, uh, came out the senior, uh, ref and, um, you know, saw you guys discussing everything and discussing it with Joe. And so once, uh, Corey made a decision that, you know, you, you didn't get the count before, um, the bell rang, you know, I, I trusted, I trust the ref's decision, you know, and. Just had to go with that. I was the ref. You didn't trust my decision? Well, the senior <laughs> official. You got to trust the senior Look, man, official. We're going to have a match right here. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't recall I don't recall myself we, we do super correct. kicking TJ. So. Uh, oh, oh hey, boy. You hey, know, hey, like hey, you now. said, I mean, oh. I, I've, had, I've had some different uh, dealings with these guys. And, I, you know, you're right. As a referee, I do admit I was probably wrong in... Um, not only trying to take the chair away from TJ, I might have been more, a little more justified in, in, than kicking a competitor in the face uh, when I'm not a competitor. Um, but I felt like, I mean, I got my retribution. But did Desert Storm get his? I mean, one last dance, and it came down to that last millisecond. Uh, did he get his cat back? Uh, um, yes, he got his cat back. Okay. All right, well. He, he's happy about the cat. Yeah, and uh, that was... That was given back to him. Dark Horses put the cat back in the back of the car as uh, TJ was chowing down on some barbecue wings, um, goading Desert Storm into this match, basically. So TJ got what he wanted. He got the match, and he won the match. Uh, let's talk about what happened a little bit after I left. Um, both of these guys were pretty much dragged out. Uh, however, there was a moment in the ring that was kind of shocking to me from what I found out with the pictures from Wrestling in Maryland and also Big League Photography. Uh... They hugged. There was a hug in the middle of the cage. That happened. That yeah, that actually happened. Uh, Desert Storm uh, held his hand out for a handshake. There was a long kind of pause there, and then uh, TJ embraced him. What? What? Well, he slapped. He slapped his hand first. I thought maybe in a sign of respect, but also a sign of hey, get the hell out of here. And then. Then they did actually embrace, and uh, yeah, that was, I mean, that was shocking to me, but, uh, you know, I mean... I wouldn't be hugging somebody who kidnapped my cat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, or, or all those other atrocities. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. one, that's the most recent one, but, you know. When you fight a man for 30 minutes, and you give it all you have, and you go to the end, I guess you show some respect. And this is where they I gotta, put it all out there. I, yeah. You know, this is where I got to ask Corey this one. Corey, you've been the referee for a lot of the matches in the Psych Storm saga. Um, they've had, you know, they've had so many different matches: I Quit matches, cage matches, matches in tournaments. I mean, you've been a referee for a lot of them. So is that basically the sign of so many years, so many matches? Like it's over, and these two competitors just kind of showing each other respect, or is it just? They were holding each other up because of what fell o- up, fell over. I mean, I mean, what what what's up with that, Corey? What do you think about that? I I couldn't tell you. I mean, you'd have to ask them. That's. I'm just saying, as a referee, you know, because kind of refereeing those matches. I mean, there's been a lot of emotion in a lot of those matches. A lot of violence. Um, a lot of back and forth. You know, did we get a did we get a winner? Did we so, did Sykes Storm feud get a winner? 
I, it looked like it. I mean, I mean, obviously, I announced TJ Sykes as the winner, but he, is he the victor of this whole thing? Did he win the war as well? That I, it looked like it to me, but I mean, again, you you'd have to ask them. They you know feel that they they have their their retribution. It's just, I mean, at the end of it, you know, um, out of all of this, it was called The Last Dance. One um, last dance. Yeah, 30-minute yeah. Iron Man match. And uh, a man walked away with his hand raised, and that happened to be TJ Sykes. So uh, in the scheme of, of wars, I would say he gets it. It was uh, it was an incredible experience. I'm very happy to. I am. I apologize. I'm, I'm chowing down on some burger cookies right now. <laughs> um not me. Delicious. You, are, you you had a burger cookie. I saw it. <laughs> I saw you had a burger cookie. Uh, but they are delicious, and you can find them uh, pretty much anywhere. Um, where where can we find burger cookies? Tell us where. Anywhere. Just pay, you know. Oh well, I specific mean, places. It it's it's. I know they're in giant supermarket. I know they're in there because I've seen it. It's easiest if you're in the uh, the the greater Baltimore area. But uh, if if I'm correct, this goes on the internet where people everywhere could listen to it potentially true true so for them the best place would be burgercookies.com there you go burger and that's b-e-r-g-e-r burgercookies.com so if you're one of our other state listeners go to the website if you're in baltimore maryland go to giant <laughs> that's one place you can get them good giant i know because i walk up and down the aisle and i see them there every time I'm like ah burger cookies super g son i used to go to mars but unfortunately mars uh, uh. is gone mars supermarkets so rest in peace mm. so but you know anyway well the ones that became wise uh, burger they, cookies and wise supermarkets yeah they yeah we're we're in wise that's right w-e-i-s right e-i Yes, and it's yeah. wise, even though for some reason everybody around here says Weiss. Weiss? Yeah, I say Weiss. So I say Weiss. So it's wise? Weiss so it's wise? Yeah, it's wise. I, it's wise. I, I live out at an uh, owl. It's I live wise. out in Hartford <laughs> County. I live out in Hartford County, unfortunately. And, um, unfortunately. And uh, uh, Weiss seems to be a uh, um, sort of a like ghetto pronunciation of it for some reason. I don't know. It's a... Uh, yeah, I know it's it's a that's a thing, I and I just I feel I I just kind of like you know like kind of ball up my fist like no that's not oh Weiss yeah the Harford County area we're also in Shoprite Shoprite yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I am. we gonna put everybody over on this podcast <laughs> right. hey if you like to go to supermarkets and you like to get your uh, food on <laughs> just, just check it out. Yeah, Shop I mean, right? uh, Eddie's Wegmans, um, Harris Teeter, Is there, uh, Burger Cookies and Wegmans. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Wegmans is pretty cool. I like that. Harris Teeter. They are a classy store right there. Yeah. Upscale. I thought that was just me. (laughs) No, I did it too. That's what I thought. And then one day I'm looking at the ticket and I'm like, there's no W in there. There's no W in there. What's wrong with me? We're the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Tangents! That's what we do. (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, and we were talking about the quick results of uh, Rage in the Cage right before you got in here, Corey. Um, How how did you feel about the rest? You you refereed half of those matches on that card. I mean, how'd you feel about the show overall? Oh, it was was a tough show. It was very exhausting. Yeah? Yes. But we have one of the biggest crowds in EWA Pro Wrestling history. Uh, They were jacked from beginning to end. So, overall success. It's a shame he didn't have Mountain Dew for half that show. I wonder where that went. (laughs) That went all over you. All over me. All over you. Yeah. That was... uh, I have a question for Corey. Now, Corey, you being a senior official, have you ever had to get physical in the ring? Let's get physical. Sorry. Uh, There, I mean, there's a few times I've had to... 
had to, yeah. Man, you gotta know. It's it's more, man with two hands. It's yeah, more defending does, myself. <laughs> does Cory Berger have to choke out? Got to choke No, luckily I've never had to choke anyone out. But you've got to be physically ready, though. You've got to be ready to not only, you know, have the cardio to, to stay up with this because you got to, you know, you got to run around, you got to be in position, um, several matches, not just one. And you also have to, you know, know how to defend yourself because that's, that's no joke in there. Well, I mean, I, I'm a former amateur wrestler. And, really? Uh, practiced Brazilian jiu-jitsu and... Taekwondo, Ooh. Ooh. Kempo, dirty, so. ugly, exclusive here. We're open information. Don't mess with referee Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Senior referee. The yeah. next time you think about getting in his face, yeah. you just remember he could chop your head off. Yeah. So well, how long I, have you been doing I think that? I can defend myself. Yeah. So yeah. How long have you been doing that? Uh, well, I started. I took Kempo when I was probably like eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I You're got, like twenty-one now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually, I'm actually, it's 24. 24, um, okay. So, you know. Let's give him a drink. Close yeah, enough. <laughs> Swig of water for the worker, man. Mm, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I uh, started amateur wrestling at 11. And uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu at 17, okay. I believe. Wow, that's a, that's new information. I did not know. I mean, I know you've gotten in there and you you know you've done the training. We both have you know with EWA Pro Wrestling, and we kind of know the ropes figuratively and literally. I didn't know about that. Don't mess with referee Corey Berger. Do not. This is a public service announcement to y'all because um, that's our senior referee right there. You've been in EWA Pro Wrestling a long time. Yes, I have. How long, roughly? Oh goodness, since the beginning, almost. No, not not quite that long. Not that long. Not quite that long. Been around uh, maybe 15, I've, 16 I've years. Actually, ironically, though, I've been a fan uh, in, in EWA since the beginning. Okay. So um, I'm not, I don't remember for certain if I was at the first show, mm-hmm. but I've, I've been going to the EWA shows for a very, very long time. Uh, I believe, though, I started training around 2008. Okay. But I don't believe I became a referee probably till 2010 or 11. So you've been a referee. But I, I'm, I, I'm probably completely wrong on those years. <laughs> <laughs> but you've, you know, you've been around for a while. You've seen EWA go through a lot of ups and downs. You've seen transitions. Have you ever seen a feud as big or as deeply rooted as Sykes and Storm? Yes, but okay. I'm told not to talk about that. Oh, so okay. Well, I mean, this is dirty and ugly, so um, I mean, it's up to you. But uh, you know, I, I I see it from different but eyes, from, obviously. But from the fans' perspective, yes, no, okay. So there you go. And and you were a fan, just uh, you know, watching that match. You were a referee outside the cage, obviously, but you were a fan. Obviously, you got to watch the match in a little bit of a different fashion. Big ugly, you were a fan. In the crowd with the EWA country watching that match, and even you, Joe Clunk, I know you had a job to do and you did it well. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on you. You know, you did your job, but you're a fan too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why we do this, right? Yeah. That's why you've heard 27 voices from me so far. And, uh, 27 voices. Yeah, but who's counting? I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah. He, he does a lot of impressions yeah. before, before you got here. We were doing. Uh, James E. Cornette and uh, Gordon Soley. And, oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. My God, a good old JR's Chipotle ketchup. Yeah, that, that JR. And uh, that, that's pretty good. I'm going to have to break this out and start taking shots of this stuff. 
Um, and I, as I, and he's, shots, he's talking about barbecue sauce in case you guys are curious. I am. Yeah. Barbecue sauce. You know, I, I drink straight, uh, maple syrup from Cracker Barrel, you know, that's is what, it, what is it? <laughs> is it maple syrup? Like with, with actual maple that's syrup? That's what it or says. Is it, it's what the label says. Syrup and you just, you just down syrup. those little bottles those from Cracker little, Barrel. They bring out those little <laughs> bottles from Cracker. We're putting up a Cracker Barrel now, folks. Oh, for, oh you talk oh, Cracker Barrel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, those are good. You, they bring them out warm, too. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. I always, I always pocket a couple of those. For later. <laughs> See, That's whatever. I pocket them and say, you know what? I ran out of syrup. Can you bring us some more? <laughs> whatever you do, whatever okay. you do, though, stay away from the vanilla extract. I remember a few Christmases ago reading about this woman at a Walmart parking lot. Uh, she drank two bottles of vanilla extract what? and started driving around the, the driving around doing uh, wheelies in the parking lot. <laughs> Only in Walmart. Well, there's, uh, there's alcohol in that. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> well, you know, this wasn't deserves. a local there Walmart. Extract and we, can, cookies? we cannot condone that. Can mm-hmm. we melt that down and possibly uh, make uh, some moonshine? What happened to this? the burger beer? I'm, there's remember... vanilla flavoring in that. Uh, I'm not sure okay. if there's extract mm. in the flavoring. I remember the burger cookie beer. That came out not too long ago. What happened with that? Is that still around? Remember the burger beer? I don't believe so. Is it, that's on. not still a thing? I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. Chocolate beer. Man. Ho, ho, ho. I just, you know, something to think about for the future. I, I want one. Yeah, there were there were cost issues involved with I that. I can imagine. Uh, like Stone Cold making his own IPA, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, have you ever had that? Like, have you ordered it? I, I've, I mean, I've we, had that, actually. We don't we don't make beer, so that was that was never our thing. Was that a... Was, um, uh, they, were, they were buying cookies, and they were using our cookies to make their beer. Mm-hmm. Mm, so okay, so it wasn't burger, burger industry. It was somebody else. It was another company making yes. using the burger recipe. Okay, I enjoyed it. No, and I've had Stone Cold's beer. I've had that IPA. It's it's not my favorite, you know, because yeah. it's not my thing. I'm more into a you know um, a lager, you know, right. kind of a thing. That's more of a, a ale, I would say, you know, yeah. IPA. Um, but it is pretty good. Uh, actually, Apollo Crews, uh, you know, even though he is over 21 years old, by the way. Our yeah. Apollo Crews. Yeah, I was going to say, which one? The I was gonna, real yeah. Apollo Thank you. Thank not, you. The, not the black ball guy. Nothing wrong with him, though. No, he, no, no. Not at all. Because, you know, uh, Big Ugly's got hair, but, you know, he could be the next Apollo Crews. I'm not a fan. Of which one? Of that, the, the big guy. The, the, the big guy, guy. The WWE <laughs> Apollo Crews. Yeah. Uh, you know he's he's on the main roster. He's he's getting up with Dolph, Dolph Ziggler now. There was but, hope uh, for him in NXT, but I, I'm not a fan of what he's been doing on the main roster. I, I don't. He just doesn't. There's nothing. He's like another Bobby he's, Lashley. He's bland, yeah. exactly. He's Bobby Lashley, and Bobby yeah. Lashley is like the biggest, more, one of the biggest, but more the more athletic than Bobby Lashley. This is true. And Bobby Lashley's a pretty athletic just no guy, personality. But, yeah, Apollo Cruz. You know that big smile on his face. Yeah, he's like he's like Rocky Maivia when he first came. And then a more athletic Bobby Lashley. Rocky Maivia is a lot of things, but sucks is not one of them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're not a fan. Oh, and this is a good segue because we're going to go into the next segment. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble. We're going to talk about WWE. And we're going to talk about the road to WrestleMania. So, uh, Corey, what do you think of the Dirty Elite uh, Wrestling Podcast so far? Oh, it's great. Yeah? It's lots of fun. We're, uh, we're enjoying having you here. What do you think, uh, Joe Clump, Timekeeper? It doesn't matter what you think. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I got loud. I, somehow on that one. I was expecting that. I got loud on that one. But hey, we're going to be back uh, shortly. We're going to make sure we get enough batteries. Whoa, whoa, this. whoa. Let Joe put us over, please. I'm sorry. What, what Go do you ahead, think? Joe. Put us, I'm sorry. I cut uh, you off. All right, wait. That's, what, a, that's a wrestling term. Yeah. Cut off. Uh, 
Oh, okay. I got a voice. Uh, Dad, you're watching a. You're you're listening. You're you're listening to the dirty. You're listening, son, to the dirty wrestling podcast. Dirty ugly yeah. wrestling. Son. What? You what? See- what? Now I could cut you off. What? I think our neighbors. Uh, my neighbors are going to call the cops here. Huh? In the, the mansion's a pretty big place, but there's a lot of echo here. What? So. Uh, we're gonna go to a break. We're gonna be right back. Cut that. Cut that. We're back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We've had a great offline conversation, which we will not record <laughs> and we will not talk about because we just uh, shooting from the hip here. I know, a lot of those things I can't say. Uh, yeah, so. you can't say that on uh, on the Dirty Ugly. Ooh. I mean, you could, but you might get heat for it. So we're not trying to do that. We're, we're, we're here. I'm not worried about any heat. I burned bridges I haven't even crossed yet. That's another <laughs> quote. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a good one. I burned bridges I never even crossed mm. yet. That's a great one. I'm going to get another burger cookie here because uh, they are great. B-E-R-G-E-R, burger cookie. Um, so we have had a great conversation here so far, and we thank you for listening to this podcast and liking and subscribing and following and sharing and commenting. Um, so got a lot of comments on this. The Royal Rumble, WWE's uh, biggest uh, pay-per-view in January, and 52,000 people in the Alamo Dome. 20 years after it was in the Alamo Dome. That's right. Back the first in 97. Time. Back in 97. Steve Austin. Yeah, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin won the Royal Rumble, and Shawn Michaels won the WWF Championship. Get the F out. Um, so, and here's something that I called for. I mean, Shawn Michaels came out in the beginning of this show, and he gave the little intro. I wanted Psycho Sid to come out, which was his opponent 20 years ago. And I wanted Psycho Sid to powerbomb Shawn Michaels somewhere. Now, this is not probably physically possible from that man at this point, uh, but I kind of wanted to see it. Listen, listen. He is, you will always be half the man that he is. That's, and he has half the brain that, that you do. That's right. <laughs> okay. You know, God, a Psycho Sid, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Psycho Sid. I really did. Um, let's talk about, well, before we get into the Royal Rumble, let's talk about the night before. Let's talk about NXT TakeOver San Antonio. Uh, pretty good card. A lot of good stuff happening. You know, Asuka, we talked about, retained her women's championship against uh, three other women. And that was pretty good. The Authors of Pain won the tag team championships against DIY. Another good match. Um, Ty Dillinger was on that show. Took on S. Wright, the Perfect Ten. Took on Eric Young. Not bad. Roderick Strong got the win over Andre Cien Amas. Um... That wasn't a bad match either, but uh, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode, Team Canada from uh, long ago, as we were talking about with senior referee Corey Berger, um, he is now the NXT champion, and uh, let's talk about Bobby Roode. Why are you such a fan of Bobby Roode, Corey Berger? Oh, uh, <laughs> just, he's a, he's a good worker. <laughs> yeah. Really talented, really talented man. How do you like the glorious gimmick? So glorious is that? That's what he's doing now. That's what he's doing. He's he's very glorious, and he's got this, uh, you know, church music, this this vocal choir, and he's in the big robes and takes. Oh, his like time. Christian used to do back in the day. Similar, that's similar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good. I mean, he's he's calling himself glorious. Do you think he is? Uh I mean, I wouldn't use that 
word. <laughs> Verbiage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I might, I might pick up a thesaurus and find, mm, find something that just form. sounds a little better. <laughs> How about Canadian? He is Canadian. But he's definitely Canadian. <laughs> the Canadian Bobby. But that Murray. is not a synonym for glorious. Those some people. Come on now, Canadian. We hey, Brent, Brent Hart's a Canadian hero, and he, he would consider himself I didn't glorious. Say they, I didn't say the two were mutually <laughs> exclusive. I just, <laughs> oh, no. I just said they weren't synonyms. That's right. That's synonym. Uh, that's now I'm going to have to get the... Th- 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 not all Canadians th- are, are glorious. I mean, Justin Bieber's Canadian. Ah, he yeah. is. So. That's right. Renee Young is Canadian. Mm. Renee Young is... Renee Young. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Mike Sharp. Greatest, Canada's greatest athlete. Iron Mike Sharp needs to go into the WWE. The, loud, the loudest jobber of all time. He's and not. Maybe <laughs> one of the hairiest. <laughs> <laughs> Enhancement talent, get it right. And uh, we have growling on the dirty wrestling podcast. <laughs> That's what he would do when he, you know, grappled. You know, he, you know, he get he would push the guy off. He go, I, I won. Yeah. Did you also know a uh, little trivia fact? He was trivia. a he was a uh, one of those OCD types. He would. Um, he would he would shower before the match, shower after the match. He, I shower he was, before the match. He was like he was no, he was like r- ridiculously like OCD type. And uh, if, if you look that up, he was I, notorious for this. I sh- I shower the the day of the show and and that night when I get home. I shower after the show. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't I don't wrestle, but I probably just shower after the show. <laughs> <laughs> So we're talking about well, as many uh, people were at the last show. I mean, yeah, yeah, there was, a, there was a, lot. a lot of people in that crowd. I would shower. I mean, it, it, and this is dirty and it's ugly. So you know, I don't know when we all just took showers. This podcast is brought to you by showering. <laughs> in general, just in general, do it. Okay, thank you. There we go. So uh, we're putting over showering, swig of water, uh, showering. Um, so. Let's talk about uh, Seth Rollins. He interfered. We talked about this big ugly. He interfered in the NXT, and he came out and called out Triple H. Triple H came out for about two seconds, and then he called his security to get beat up by Seth Rollins. So uh, what do you think about this, the uh, invasion of NXT? I like it, and I like Triple H's uh, new... Triple H is like the new Vince, like the new yeah. like you know big bad guy, but... He brings like a different swag to it mm-hmm. than than Vince, you know, and, and I kind of like it because he's somebody that you know can actually get in a ring and go. So I'm not shocked that Rollins came. Uh, it's time to set up this match that we all saw coming for Triple H and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. But now, and we're gonna skip Royal Rumble for a second, and we're gonna go because Seth Rollins was not at the Royal Rumble. He was banned from the Royal Rumble, but he did come out and call out Triple H on Monday Night Raw the night after. Triple H did show up. Triple H did approach him. However, Samoa Joe. Dun, 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 dun. Samoa Joe jumped dun, dun, Seth Rollins, and everybody thought Samoa Joe was going to be a surprise entrant into the Royal Rumble. Uh-uh! That did not happen. Um, so he came out and attacked Seth Rollins. Wait, why, why would Samoa Joe have been... In the Royal Rumble? In the Royal Rumble, I would. I was just thinking that was going to be a, one of the surprises. They like they like throwing surprise uh, entrants every once. Not in this Royal Rumble, they didn't. Usually, they do do a surprise entrant from NXT, which they did do this time. It just wasn't. Was not. Yeah. Oh, what's his name being at number ten? Was that really a surprise? Ty Dillinger. The crowd yeah. was expecting that. Um, yeah. you, you, we are aware of the uh, Seth Rollins injury, though, right? Well, um, that he, has been announced. Yes, yes, Seth Rollins was injured by Samoa so that, Joe. That's a shoot. 
Well, I mean, it's all over WWE.com, so it's got to be true. All right, so I mean, do we get <laughs> upset with Joe for injuring Rollins and uh, TJ uh, Tyson? Uh, Tyson, Tyson, Tyson Kidd. Kidd, yeah. Tyson Kidd is no longer in anything to do with WWE. He's been deleted from the network. Oh, they he's brought been... him back again? Uh, no, he's just been gone for a while. He's been deleted off the Total Diva show. He's been deleted off the network. He's been deleted off of... Um, the roster page of WWE. So, so they Hulk Hogan him. Uh, yeah. From what I, from what I heard, basically yeah. it was like his. It, it they cut out all of his parts in Total Divas because um, it was it had a lot to do with his uh, his neck recovery and the, the or lack thereof, basically because his. Uh, um, I think it was said that uh, if it wasn't for how well developed his neck was, he could have actually like had his neck broken. Yeah, he could have died. It, it, yeah, yeah, it was. It was yeah. that was a very touch and go, uh, fat, fatal, uh, almost fatal situation. And I think uh, I think he, he made. I think he made the request. If I read that right, that you know, I just don't want any of this on Total Divas, just because you know, like it's it, it's it's too. Uh, it's too much, too intense of a situation well, to see, be brought. Yeah, you know, they just want to keep, keep the fake BS in yeah. there with all the arguments and stuff. Now, like see, that. I heard the opposite because a fan tweeted and he tweeted back that WWE doesn't want this stuff shown because they will have to. That then could be that. Yeah. Come to the fact that hey, WWE wrestling is responsible for him. Right. That could be a legal being, issue. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's what he said to a fan on Twitter that WWE doesn't want him on there. Because they don't want see to see people, they don't want people to see what could happen from. That's doing a possibility. This. So, but I mean, when you have things like Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton, and then uh, you know Orton gets <laughs> opened up and messed up, you know, blood everywhere. I mean, you, you can see that every now and again. It's gonna do, wrestling hurts, man. Do you, do you guys? Did you have you guys ever talked about like blading on the on the podcast as any sort I don't know of what you're talking like? About. Look, um, Never had. Wait, what? <laughs> what were you talking about? Are you talking about blading my grass? You I know? meant, I meant. Are bar- you talking about uh, uh, the color barbecue sauce? Color, it's a, yeah, yeah, they're color. Yeah, that's a. It's the color of uh, barbecue, like yeah. red and brown. Color doesn't. Uh, color doesn't exist in Maryland. I forgot. So. That's right. Yeah. Uh, moving yeah. on. So, <clears throat> Maryland State Commission of Athletics. You know, with uh, Vinny Versace. You know. Oh, that guy. That guy. Uh, with his clipboard. Uh, it's not the list, but it's a clipboard. Uh, he was very disappointed down in Atlanta, from what I hear. Um, you know, He was he, not uh, at Rage in the Cage. Yeah. It's probably a good thing. Was, he, was doing, he had a business trip, I heard, down in Atlanta. It didn't go very well. Let's uh, move right on. Let's talk about that Royal Rumble. So we had a couple of matches. It was a six-hour show. We had a two-hour kickoff show and a four-hour pay-per-view. That's just... Almost, you know, WrestleMania-ish. Yeah, I only saw the pay- pay-per-view. I did not see the kickoff show. Kickoff show was not bad. You know, I had a six-woman tag team match from SmackDown where Naomi kind of got over, which was nice for her. Um, what else am I missing? Is it just me or is the Raw got the short end of the stick with the women's division? You think so? With Sasha and Bayley I mean, well, Charlotte? All right, so they didn't get Nia? the... They didn't get... The the bad in the stick as far as the talent goes, but it just I just feel like the women haven't been as important or the storylines hasn't been as good as what you're seeing on SmackDown with the women. I, I, I can see where you're coming from on that. Maybe the focus is a little bit more on the SmackDown women's side. Well, at well, this Smackdown, point in time. SmackDown's head writer right now is the guy that used to do all the stuff for NXT. I don't know his name offhand. 
You know, so uh, no that's, why, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's why that's why SmackDown's yeah. stock as sort of like storylines and stuff like that seems seems to have risen up while uh, uh, sometimes Raw, it's like it's a three-hour show and they still can't have time to, you know, squeeze stuff in. So pretty much weird. Smack, SmackDown has a new Brian Gortz, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed uh, actually on Raw this week in the middle of the hour, not even at a quarter hour or at the top of any hour, Brock Lesnar just showed up randomly in the middle of an hour i'm like oh, okay and then of course he called out uh well paul Heyman, mm, yeah, like wow. you know don't let brock lesnar get on the mic please mm. um called out say uh, something stupid brock, yeah. <laughs> brock lesnar brock lesnar is good on those pre-tape sound bites where you know he's like yeah i'm, I'm brock lesnar does, i'm a former ufc fighter he, does, I'm gonna, no, he does great I'm, at the sit down uh like panel interviews he does for ufc but oh my god give him a live mic in front of a live crowd and it's just you know as long as he's uh, got you know a few no takes to, as long as he's got a few takes to go you know uh yeah i'm a heartless killer i'm gonna rip your spine out and blah 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 you know he's fine but you know in front of a live crowd uh, I mean, I'm Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Come back here. <laughs> Actually, when he got into Heath Slater and he said, I don't give a about your kids. Yeah, that was pretty Oh, cool. yeah. When they let him just shoot, like, yeah. just go mm-hmm. off, he's better. Like, when they do those interviews with him before a big match and he just shoots, like, I'm going to get you in the ring. I'm going to, you know. Well, there's a lot. Better. That's that's why the UFC panels are so much better. Right, yeah, exactly. Because he, he just wants to talk crap and just like just say what he wants. Yeah, and that, that that's why they're good. UFC obviously doesn't have that full you know producing and scripting that right. WWE yeah, has. They don't have to filter them. No, not at all. They would have to filter Brock Lesnar, and when Brock Lesnar talks for real, it makes sense. Well, it doesn't make sense, but it's it's more intimidating. It makes sense, it's better than but Psycho it doesn't Sig. make sense. <laughs> so we've got. Um, yeah, Scott we, Steiner's math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I think this podcast is 33 and a third percent over. <laughs> it, it's over, all right. Uh, not over yet. We got more to go. We're going to talk about Kevin Owens retaining the Universal Championship against uh, all everybody's favorite professional wrestler, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Jericho in the Shark Cage. Chris Jericho had more airtime in this Royal Rumble than anybody. He was out in the Shark Cage for... 30 minutes or yep. however more with this match, and he was also in the Royal Rumble for over an hour. Mm-hmm. So, Well, he's the biggest star on Raw He's right the 61-minute so. man. Yes, he is. Uh, that's no, Yeah, that's no doubt. I was actually thinking he was going to win the Royal Rumble, honestly. I, I kind of was never thinking. never done yeah. it before. Uh, wow, he's never won a Rumble? He's never yeah, won Yeah, I really feel like he's just kind of going, crossing off his wrestling bucket list now with the, the shark cage gimmick and the... The best friends gimmick where he's more of a manager than mm-hmm. a wrestler. It's just yeah. And he is the US champion and the US title. Yeah, he's never is... been the never been the US champion, so <laughs> he's main evented at WrestleMania and he's been the undisputed champion. He's beaten the Rock and Stone Cold in the same night, so mm-hmm. Yeah, know. he's just like I've done all these things at the top. What haven't I done? That's why I was thinking he might have let him win the Royal Rumble, see what happens. I mean, he's but, done uh... he's done gimmick on pole matches. <laughs> so I like Chris Jericho a lot. He's, he's good. He's great. And, future uh, Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. Um, and he spent, he didn't win the Rumble, but he spent an hour in there, 61 minutes. He's a huge rock star. That's right. And he's about to go back on tour with Fozzie uh, not, too, not too long from now. I guess right after WrestleMania is over. Yeah. Shortly after. Um, so Kevin Owens retains. And it was actually a pretty good match. Better than I expected it to be. Orton's and uh, uh, Roman. I don't want to see it again, honestly. Uh, but how did you feel? Uh, and I, I'm only bringing this up because uh, somebody uh, that uh, Facebook commented on my page had brought this up. How do you feel about 
Uh, Kevin Owens hitting uh, uh, Roman with uh, brass knuckles and immediately covering him and then getting a two count out of it. Uh, I mean, you know, I know we got to get we got to keep Roman strong, but that I doesn't mean, bother me as much as much as the fact that he was on his feet not even two minutes afterwards. <laughs> that was, yeah, that, I, I was that was my, my point exactly. Sell, what's yeah. that? Uh, yeah, we and we then saw in the Royal Rumble. Superman uh, man, Yeah, and he was entered number 30 in the Royal Rumble. And then there's something, if you don't see a lot of social media, you know, you won't see it. But there was a video of the reactions for Roman Reigns uh, entering number 30. And they were just like, oh, oh <laughs> shit. You know, it was just terrible reactions. Uh, like, why was he, I mean, you know, AJ Styles lost the WWE Championship to John Cena. Who where won was he? 16 time. Why wasn't uh, AJ Styles uh, in the Royal Rumble? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so, that, ha- that happened? Oh yeah, that was another match. It was a, actually a great match between John wow. Cena and AJ Styles. Um, be, uh, better than better than uh, Reigns and Owens. Better than Reigns and Owens. Reigns and Owens wasn't bad, but uh, Cena and AJ was off the hook. It was great. Um, and Cena is now the tied with Ric Flair, sixteen-time world champion. And uh, Cena now goes on to the Elimination Chamber in a couple of weeks, and he will defend the title in the Elimination Chamber against. Bray Wyatt and Baron Corbin and The Miz and whoever else is in that match. I don't even know. Mm. Um, but I think Cena loses it because Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saying Cena losing it definitely. Um, I didn't see Orton winning the Rumble. I actually thought Bray was going to win the Rumble. That's, I, that was my pick, actually. I was calling between Bray or Goldberg. and um, That would have been terrible. Yeah, Sorry. but I was like, it would have been, but I was like, hey, it's WWE. They gave Batista the Rumble. Why not Goldberg? So, because... Look, look Goldberg is would have been so 50. intense. Goldberg is more over. Gold, Goldberg is so intense, he bleeds during promos. <laughs> <laughs> he he thinks so much about his promos, he just starts starts squelching blood out of his temple. That's, that, that's, that's, that's cause of your craft right there. I mean, that's, Goldberg's over, but is he over enough to... Win the Royal Rumble? I don't know. I've, I've I think people. I think boring. people would have cheered for that. Goldberg? Yeah. How come? I don't know. It's just kind of. I mean, you know, yeah, it would have like this really great, intense, dramatic entrance, yeah. mm-hmm. and then he got in the ring, and it was like watching the Warrior all over again. It's like the entrance is the best part, and it's, it's downhill from there. Right, and yeah. and that's unless why. it's a squash. Well, that's what yeah. usually. Well, and that's—I yeah. mean—that's what Goldberg. That's what Goldberg really did best was squash. It's where he like he did the spear, which, I mean, that's a football tackle. That's yeah, really yeah, the only thing <laughs> right. he can do. And then and, and the jackhammer, which really just looks like that's he didn't know how to suplex properly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that could have been that could have been a rib. That could have just been him screwing up on the first match. It's like you know what? That looked pretty cool. Let's let's keep that. Could have been a screw up. Um, but so yeah. you're saying Cena loses the title at uh, Elimination Chamber? Yep. And then, or I say he loses it. I think Bray wins it at Elimination Chamber, and then it's Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt at they, WrestleMania. I, I would like to see that because they have to put Bray in a title picture. I think we talked about this before last year. We on talked the about that offline. I yeah. think they need to yeah. give him the opportunities um, his dad never had. So yeah, and his dad. Trivia question: I know Corey knows who's mm. who's Bray Wyatt's father. Who's your daddy? IRS. There you yeah, go. Otherwise known as Erwin R. Scheisker. Mike Rotundo, the original real American. Him and Barry Windham. Varsity. Yeah, man. Burt Barry Windham. Him and Barry Windham in the varsity. How about that? 
Um, Rick yeah. Steiner, too. Rick Steiner. Yeah, how about that? Where did he go? I, I remember uh, the, the Steiner brother. I believe he's selling houses now. Rick Steiner? I believe okay. so. Mm. And he was actually trained. He trained uh, Scott Hall's son, too. Oh, okay. He, yeah. Yeah, I remember I did hear that because I actually uh, worked on a show one time with Scott Hall's son, and Scott Hall's son is six foot six, six foot yeah, seven. And big dude. Who's his son? Corey Hall. Corey, Cody. 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 There you Hall. go. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm not quite sure. I think he's wrestling more in Japan now. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. Yeah, because he'd be on their show. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's not bad. Uh, he's very much like his dad. You know, tall, lanky, but you know, good build. You know, great punch, great working punch. You know, fantastic. So not a bad dude. Um, let's see. Where were we? Uh, we're just going off and about the rumble. Let's talk about number 10. Let's talk about Ty Dillinger. We kind of talked about this. Uh, was it a big surprise, Corey? Not at all. No, right? no, not at all. I'm, I mean, I'm not even familiar with the guy, mm-hmm. but I knew he was coming in at number 10. <laughs> Cause everybody knows who it is. Like, because the gimmick now has gone over to every WWE, you know, raw SmackDown, NXT, wherever. And referee doing any kind of count whatsoever. It's not one, two, three. It's, it's 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. That's all it is. They've got to bring him up. I mean, I think he's done enough time down there. He's super over with the mainstream roster. uh, Mainstream fans, I mean, so. Yeah, but, I mean, can this gimmick last like the Daniel Bryan yes gimmick? I mean, will this continue to have steam, or do they have to let him? Oh, no, it's going to have to mature. Because there's nothing to it. Yeah, it's the number 10. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's all it is. He's got to go somewhere. And he's got to get between the ropes, and he's got to do more than, you know, last five minutes in the Rumble. Well, what what did what was more to Daniel Bryan's yes chant? Well, Daniel Bryan had proven himself over fifteen. Yeah, years Daniel of... Bryan's yes chant's more like uh, Stone Cold's what? It's, right. It's kind of it's, the after that, it's, yeah. it's just at this point, you know, it doesn't. They don't need to try. Right. That's <laughs> really what that's <laughs> They've saying. They've done their job. Yeah. The simplest stuff gets over. I mean, you got to think about that. The what chant? The yes chant? The ten chant? I mean, the simplest stuff. You never know what's going to hit right. what's not going to hit. Yeah. They try these overly complicated gimmicks and things, and they don't work, but this works. Yeah. So, so can we talk about the lack of surprise entrance? Speaking about Ty Dillinger, yeah, he was supposed was, to be, I guess, a surprise entrant, but I don't think anybody was surprised. Right. Where were the surprise entrants in this Royal Rumble? Well, any man with two hands can uh, be in the ro- We're not going to talk about that. Uh, but, you know, Mark Now, Henry, can we talk about that bump? <laughs> uh, that, that was serious, Let's talk man. about that for a second. Braun so, Strowman. You know, thought that man was dead. In this business, you want to protect yourself and your opponent. You know, normally this is uh, this is what we do. There was no protection. No, I mean, no, not at all. It was a choke slam over the ropes. There was no bracing. There was no nothing, and he just tossed him all the way to the floor. He went. He hit the floor, and he took. Uh, he took a pretty ugly bump. Yes. Uh-huh. Are, are, are they te- do you think they're telling the talent to take liberties with him? Uh, you know, I don't think there's... Uh, uh, are you Are you saying you think that they, they're telling the, the big guys to F this guy, <laughs> break him so we don't have to pay him anymore? Break his back. I think they're saying break him to the point Make where him we, humble. Can, we can break him again. Right. Like, okay. you know, we hey, have to break them down and rebuild them. <laughs> <laughs> so break him down and then put him with a pretty lady, you know, Carmella. And then, you know, get his confidence back up, and then we'll destroy him again. I think Is that her gimmick? She's supposed to be pretty? <laughs> oh, oh! Wow! I actually, I actually saw her in New York City. And a three-pointer um, from off the... Off the <laughs> I saw her. Quartered error. 
in, in New York City. We were at the uh, top of the rock observation deck and um, actually noticed her from, you know, she was wearing this leopard print coat and whatever. It's like, hey, that, that looks like Carmella. Hey, that is Carmella. Uh, no makeup, you know, nothing like that. Just yeah. kind of. And she was kind of incognito because, you know, she's just walking around. Because she wasn't city. wearing makeup. Exactly. Because that's... Uh, they spray painted on for her, uh, you know. But um, I don't think you get a thick enough coat with spray paint. That's, <laughs> Gosh, they, they really, Talk they really, heat. Right. they really loaded on her. Hey, he would. Hey, uh, James. Uh, I mean, that guy or whatever. Any man with he, he would know a thing or two about uh, uh you know, spray, spray cans. I thought you, know. you were gonna say he was gonna. He knows something about heat. Uh, that well, we're too. not gonna get into that. Um, not Sunday it night is getting, heat. It is getting kind of warm in here. <laughs> But you know the only other two uh, bumps that that looked worse or uh, equal to that that I remember the the Paul London clothesline bump. Uh, oh, the one he took the uh, off of like that inverted like yeah. Are you gonna and are you gonna you see the other one? Taka mentioned and the yes, yeah. The one, uh, uh, hey, AJ Earl, let's look at that again. Look at his head. Oh God, bump. that was bump. Face just bouncing right off. Can't, can't get a human being. Damn it, not anymore. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, look at his face. <laughs> there was a uh, WWE really dropped the ball on Michinoku too. Oh yeah, I enjoyed Taka. That guy's a phenomenal. You remember talent. him at all, Big Ugly Taka Michinoku? Yeah, but that, you, I do not. Do you watch any of his any of the work he did in in Japan? I did. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, they really kind of uh, dialed him down a lot here. They did the same thing they did with uh, Kento, or should I say Hideo Itami over in NXT. But yeah, um, I love Taka's work, man. Is he still working? Out there, maybe. I, he, I believe he promotes in Japan. That I makes don't sense. think he. Uh, I don't think he wrestles. Yeah, I, uh, but I, I've, I have heard he has a promotion. Yeah, books. But if you're like an old, yeah, if you're an okay. old guy in uh, Japan, you pretty much like come out for like six man tag teams or eight man tag team matches. That's what mm, that's Terry like Punk your, does. That's not that different from here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, you know, you want to protect yourself, put yourself in a big match like that, and, you know, six Terry man, Terry Funk, whatever. I think I know that guy. <laughs> he doesn't mean to me. <laughs> Terry Funk. Uh, um, the Royal Rumble itself, uh, you know, it was a decent Royal Rumble. I wouldn't say it was one of their best ever. No. Uh, you know, it's, it's a hard match to do. It's just... 30 guys and you're telling seven, eight, nine different stories and the timing. Now, now, here's something that they did. They brought it back out to two minutes in between people because the entrances took at least 30 to 45 seconds on average for each one because the way the Alamo Dome and the way this was, that ramp was forever. Yeah. The guys that didn't ride that cart. That, right. Oh. We talked about that. That motorized cart that was in WrestleMania 3 and 6. Man, I tell you, that would have been awesome. Well, I don't know. This one was way more up to date. <laughs> this was that was just a big giant segue, pretty much, and uh, they. Uh, <laughs> segue. It's like yeah, it's like all right, start running and get on this cart. We're gonna roll you down and then pretend you just been running again. You know, the, look at that big show's not winded at all. Holy crap! Two thoughts. Two thoughts. For the Rumble, number one, Undertaker shouldn't announce that he was going to enter the Royal Rumble. He should have just been a surprise entry. But would that have been a surprise? They're looking for buy rates, man. Yeah, they put his name on there. They put his. They're looking for nine ninety nine subscriptions. Come on, they got enough. Nine ninety nine, Michael. I see your point. It would have been nice to have more surprises. You're right. See your point. Number two, and we're going to talk about the Undertaker. But go ahead. Does Goldberg go over on Lesnar again in the next match? No. What? 
What if what if he does? Is that bad for business? Is that bad for Lesnar? Yeah. You know, I, I gotta be honest. What I would really like to see oh, is God. I'd like to see Lesnar just at some point in the match just say, you know what, that's enough, and just break the guy. Just break him. Just shoot on him? Well, because here's the thing is, is what if he decides to? Who's going to stop him? Well, Goldberg, Goldberg can't Go- stop him. Goldberg, Goldberg actually trains in Muay Thai. Yeah. Oh, but. does he? That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. We're talking about we're talking about a former UFC world champion. No, I, told you, I, tra- I take Muay Thai. <laughs> yeah. That's not. That's not the same level. I have a yellow belt. In- <laughs> Uh, he's going to take that belt off and whip the shit out of him. That's what he's going to do. Uh, yeah, Goldberg uh, could not take Lesnar in a shoot. But, so, but let me ask you this. If Goldberg doesn't go over, what happens? Because you can't get a match out of those two. Not and, if, and, and are they going to let Goldberg... Oh, uh, you can are, get a match they, if you if you do it the way I said. <laughs> are they going to let Lesnar suplex Goldberg around the ring? Yep. You think so? Yep. WrestleMania... It's WrestleMania. Lesnar has to win. There's no doubt about this. Survivor Series was the the teaser for this whole thing. One minute twenty six seconds. Biggest shock, you know what? Wow, unbelievable. And then so you wet the appetite. And then two months later, you have them both scheduled to be in the Royal Rumble. You know they're going to butt heads. And then Goldberg puts out Lesnar after Lesnar dominates everybody else in the Rumble, but Goldberg puts him out. So. They need to rewrite history. That WrestleMania 20 match was absolutely terrible. They need to rewrite <laughs> history. They need to... No, no, and no matter what happens, I think they let Lesnar squash Goldberg at WrestleMania. And I don't think it takes anything away from either one of them. I think it builds Lesnar back up, and I think Goldberg rides off into the sunset having made a lot of money, having gotten a lot of exposure, and being able to what he wanted to do. He wanted to wrestle in front of his son. So he's done it. That's what I think. I can't argue. What about you guys? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm remembering that WrestleMania 20 match. It's, it's really bad when the referee is more over to both guys in the match. Austin was over more than anybody, and it was terrible that he had to be in there to, to be in there. Yeah, he was, he was probably, he was smiling when you know the crowd was chanting. He's like, oh, this is horrible for you two. I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. So Corey, you and you want the uh, you want the Lesnar shoot. You want uh, Lesnar to just open up on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Goldberg's one of the reasons I stopped watching wrestling. It's just, really? It's just, wow. Goldberg WCW or Goldberg WWE? Uh, well, obviously it was Goldberg WCW, but it's looking like WWE too. I mean, I think it wrestles like a minute, a minute and a half, and he always wins. Like, what's? It's not entertaining. It's the same. It's the same crap. If if yeah. if he gets Goldberg down and does those those sharp elbow strikes, as uh, <laughs> the ones that opened up Cena, the ones that opened up Orton, yeah, Orton, yeah, yeah. But you know what? You, you know what? Uh, I Corey's uh, scenario is interesting, but uh, uh, what I would like to see there's only one other person that could take both of them, and that is uh, Braun Strowman, Haku, the Monster Man. Whoa, he's the t- he's the toughest man in in wrestling history. He he works at a Honda dealership. He he and he would he would tear your face off. Haku. Yes, there there are man. many there are many there are many stories of. Uh, I actually didn't think it was going to go that way. I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I thought I was going for Braun Strowman. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that would be uh, well, that'd be interesting. I do want to see that next Lesnar Braun. I don't think I don't. I'm not sure they've built Braun up to the point where 
Not Lesnar. He's ready, he's ready he for take that. Lesnar? No. Yeah. I mean, they still need to build him a little more. Yeah. They built him pretty good in the Rumble. They made him look strong. They did in make Rumble. him look strong yeah, in the Rumble. It took a lot of guys to eliminate him, and he yeah. eliminated like six Se- or seven yeah. people. Yeah. So, not bad, but he's not there yet. Yeah. He's got some ways and, to go. And he was over for attacking Reigns. So, anytime you attack Reigns, the <laughs> crowd's yeah. going to love you. Yeah. So, yeah. just have him keep, keep shooting the crap out it of him. It would help. It would help if they dressed him like a wrestler. <laughs> You mean not not the good old country boy I, country like you boy. know Man, he's, he's still carrying his wife, his logs wife, on yeah. both arms and you know I didn't expect him to interfere in in Owens and he's dressed Reigns. like one of the truth really commission didn't. yeah <laughs> like, a, seemed, like yeah. a bushwhacker it seemed a little yeah. out of out of place it really didn't make sense I mean the next yeah. night on Raw you know they said oh well six weeks ago in a backstage segment you promised me. A title match. Yeah, that's, and that's why. Six that's, weeks ago. I mean, anybody remembers that. That's better. That's better than that's the usual continuity that they do. Vignettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that word again. But yeah, nobody did remember, but they had to play the vignette over again. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, but, they were like, see it happens. Oh, by the way, several yeah. weeks ago on Raw. But um, the sermon looked okay in the Rumble. The rest of the Rumble was, as I said, decent. You know, nothing to complete, completely write home about. But uh, let's talk about The Undertaker. Fresh off of surgery, not too long ago, Undertaker looked rough. Like, I mean... I think we're saying this every year now, aren't we? No, but Undertaker (laughs) has been in decent shape for his age. Yeah. You know, taking on Lesnar and Hell in a Cell, you know, a year and a half ago. Um, You know, taking on uh, Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. He was even in decent shape then. But man, was he looking rough. Like, big, heavy, out of shape, slow. Like, I mean, he was... Taking people over the top rope, the weak clotheslines over the top rope for the rumble. I'm like, oh my god! He's got the hair back. He's got the hair I back. Like the hair. He's, I mean, he's got everything back. I mean, he's he's pushing 350 probably. Yeah. 340, 350. He, he had let himself go even when he was uh, he was doing the American Badass gimmick. Memory started kind of getting big. He's like back to that. Yeah, I mean that, that American Badass gimmick was a little easier for him, I think, at yeah. the time. Yeah. But now, oh. It was a way to protect himself, too, because he was a heel most right. of that time. Yeah. So he gave a lot of punishment, didn't take a lot of punishment. Yeah. So now, I mean, just he just looked... I mean, and they're setting up, obviously, Undertaker and Roman Reigns. How do we feel about that? Uh, Roman's going to get... I mean, it, it, it is obvious he's going to get booed out of the building at WrestleMania anyway. I mean, this just ensures it. Is this uh, <laughs> just a vehicle to turn him heel? Uh, Finally? I mean, if... if, if if it put it this way, if Vince or uh, Hunter or whoever thinks that, you know, oh well, beating Undertaker, this is what's really going to put Roman Reigns over with the people. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. This would definitely no. be a great catalyst to turn him heel. That would be good. What do you think about Roman Reigns or the Undertaker, Corey? Uh, well, I mean, the Undertaker's gone through pretty much every other member of the family. <laughs> um. <laughs> True, because so, uh, you know why he's not been around forever. There yeah. are a lot of Samoans in professional wrestling. Yeah, um, it's another trivia. Honestly, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> at this point, I would like to see Taker retire. You know, just like you said, I mean, his performance in a Rumble, he he's not moving the way like he used he to move. Went out with the streak. So yeah, yeah, I would have liked that. Um, yeah. I don't know why he keeps coming back. You know, it's like because he's a draw. It makes money. Like like Corey said, that's why it wasn't a yeah. surprise entry in the Rumble. Right. But at what point do you want to protect your your legacy? You know what I mean? It, like knowing how you used to could go, and then it's like the more you keep trying to push yourself, you know you can't give matches the way you used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you want to like jeopardize that legacy? 
I don't know. It, it, yeah, and like I understand what you're saying, the legacy, and I understand what Corey's saying. Like ended at the streak because him being at WrestleMania now is just him working another match. Right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. yeah. It no longer has that. It don't. It don't feel like the big draw it used to be. No. They because because he took on Bray Wyatt and yeah. Shane McMahon. I they, mean, okay. they also should have gave the streak to Kane twenty years ago. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. So that WrestleMania, what was that, fourteen match yep. or whatever it was, the yeah, first Kane, time they wrestled at WrestleMania, Kane should have beat him, and Kane should have been undefeated. Even hmm. still today, unless there was, I mean, I can't think of many people that'd be worth it. But I guess Brock could have took it from like, Kane, but they're not tight like he is with the Undertaker. So I don't even know. Was Kane in the Rumble? No, he was not. I missed that. Like I was like I was waiting for that because they kept talking about him being the most dominant Rumble performer in history. But now that you know Roman Reigns has broken his elimination streak, and now Chris Jericho has that broken jerk. the all time yeah. streak. If they had a, if they had, another if they, jerk thing, Roman just did. If they treated Kane's character better throughout the years, I think that what Corey mentioned would have been cool. If he had broke the streak mm-hmm. and held the new streak. It would have been good booking because of them being brothers, you know. Um, but yeah, at the beginning, the Kane gimmick was just the it, new. Yeah, it was strong, right? Yeah, it was right. the Undertaker. Yeah, it, it was, was it was a strong gimmick. Yeah, very strong. Yeah. I thought I thought that was uh, the Undertaker's way out back then, but then it, like they just kept drawing it out. Yeah. You know, the, the they drew the story out for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say that uh, Kane's probably the one gimmick that is that. Could that is still over? Could still be over today, no matter how many crappy gimmicks they they uh, you know. I mean, I'm remembering the May nineteenth thing, uh, you know, electrocuting Shane McMahon, uh, the uh, you know all the, you know just uh, having the, the, sex with a dead body. Oh, that, uh, Katie yeah, Vick. that uh, that unfortunate uh, uh, lightning bolts out of the Dirty, uh, ugly. <laughs> lightning bolts out of the arena sky, uh, arena ceiling, yeah. That's how that happened. Right? I like how <laughs> him, him and any, any Undertaker did that. So yeah, yeah, dueling lightning bolts. But yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. They're going to set up for Undertaker and Roman Reigns. They're going to set up for Triple H and, and Hunter. Um, yeah, Triple H and Hunter. Uh, Triple H and uh, Rollins eventually. That'd be a great match. Triple H wrestling. Triple himself. H and Hunter. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Hey, we've seen gimmicks where people have wrestled themselves. And they've gotten over. God, 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 Ronda, Ronda, God got over. God Does Ronda was... Rousey come back for this WrestleMania? Well, I would. Who? Take, take a payday. Oh. <laughs> Ronda um, Rousey. No, they, they, they usually only bring celebrities. <laughs> oh. oh. And the oh. third burn of the right. evening from, uh, from Mr. Burger. That's right. B-E-R-G-E-R. She, she was once the top of the women's division. She yeah. was... And then her relevance got kicked right out of her face. Yeah, it really did, man. I felt bad for her, actually. Now really? she's glass Joe uh, Just because people Punch question out. if she was ever really that good. And it's like, oh, she, was. she was that good. It's just that, you know, as John Jones said, the sport caught up with her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and it just happened that she finally lost. And then suddenly everybody's like, oh, was she that good? Like, Brock Lesnar lost fights, you know, but we don't question that my man can still go. So Because he does come back and prove himself again. Yeah. And he still fights. Conor McGregor's lost. And we still look at him like, McGregor's the man. Yeah. So, I mean, Ronda Rousey still got it. She but just... is it because they're men? Is it? Is it? I mean... Ronda it, had that, that maybe, aura about her. Maybe she's getting getting questioned just because she's a woman. I mean, you know... So maybe her legacy didn't do what everybody thinks her legacy did. You kind of got to tie it back, to, back around the pro wrestling when you think about the... Uh, you know, the, the women's revolution that has been going on in the WWE, you know, they have to 
push everything as special and groundbreaking and you know they wouldn't do that for a men's match you know but they would do it well, it's for hard to, that it's hard you know? for the men to break and, new ground at this point <laughs> uh, no i understand no i'm just saying but you know the, <coughs> that you know they they have to push everything that the the they feel they have to push and everything that the women the, do is the women are getting the big the women's division is getting the big push because of Total Divas. Oh, well, I mean, look at know. the look at the crowd in the audience. That's a but lot for of the, a lot of little girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the first time though, the uh, the ring work can actually speak for That's itself. That's not the but first they, time. Well, not the first time, but the, this is like the longest period, I guess you could say, in this era. Because for, that, for years in, in the golden age of wrestling, the women wrestled. Yeah. yeah, and they, and they were they were tough. Oh right. yeah, oh yeah, oh no, and I'm not no, I'm Fabulous not saying Moolah that, but uh, uh, all them, yeah, oh, uh, Sherry, Sherry, Martell. oh yeah, oh, my God, yes, that was yeah. a nasty woman. Yeah, but um, she was good at what she but did. Even, but even even through the days the of the awesome. diva, there was there was always you know one oh, or two yeah. that was that could that could work. There was always there, yeah, there was always uh you Trish, know little, yeah glimmers of uh of of that athleticism there you know but um. Uh, I don't know. It just it it seems like they 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 really 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 want you to know that it's special when it when the athleticism should be able to talk for itself. And it kind of goes with what you're saying about a uh, 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 Ronda Rousey. Would her fall from grace be more defined be- if if she wasn't if she wasn't a woman? You know, uh, you know what? Oh, what, why aren't you you know so tough now? But uh, uh, you know, I when when that yeah. home when that home yeah. fight happened, I mean, you know, everybody was surprised by that. I was like, no, this woman's a female boxer and she's got a really long reach. She tags her with one shot; she's in trouble. Right, uh, but then home did not go very long until she got beat. You yeah. know what I mean? There's always the very next better. match, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty much the next fight. The next but fight the, she lost to Misha too. Yeah, but the Nunez fight was Nunez. just it was just like. Uh, uh, okay, Rhonda, just walk in there and just start blocking your fist with your face. And uh, don't, you know, just, just see where that, you know. I enjoy UFC for different reasons, and we've talked about UFC on the podcast before. Yeah. Um, and there is a correlation right there to professional wrestling. And there could be, you know, obviously there's a good understanding between the two companies because Brock Lesnar is allowed to go to UFC and fight and then come back to WWE, and they promote each on each. So, you know, could Ronda Rousey come in? Did you notice they don't they don't pay to show each other's clips? Well, yeah, that that's true because you I mean you wouldn't show a clip necessarily on UFC with professional wrestling or vice versa, right? You know to make that correlation. I so. could I could definitely see her coming in for a WrestleMania because yeah, remember they, sh- they showed Ken Shamrock's UFC clips. WWE. Oh yeah, well that's all they had at the time yeah, because he didn't that's have true. a library, at and the that time. was infancy of Uf- UFC pretty much like in its fourth or fifth year at that point. UFC uh, 15 or 20 rather yeah. than but, the 205 uh, that we got now. But the the but the uh, the Ronda Rousey thing could still work out cuz remember um now I know this was a different era and a different time but uh um you know they did take the gamble on one Mike Tyson at uh, at uh, WrestleMania 14 and uh, he was name. thoroughly uh in a worse place in the public eye than uh you know I mean Ronda's just lost a few fights. Yeah. He's, you know, he went through quite a bit more, and they took the gamble on him, and it paid off uh, financially. 
for them. People so. outside of wrestling were talking about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot that. of people in wrestling are talking about Ronda coming to WrestleMania, yeah. but people outside of wrestling aren't talking about it. And mm. that's why they bring the celebrities in, is to bring yeah. the outside attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, because they they know we're going to watch WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. So as yeah. they want those other folks yeah. to say, I want to tune in and see well, what Mike Tyson's going to yeah. do or whatever. Well, WWE, but, I think, has, does want Ronda back, but it's just all about if she's in a mental state to do it. Does she want to come back? I, I don't know. I know yeah. at one point she was thinking about it, but now given these two losses, I think her mindset has kind of changed. Personally, so. I'd like to see Conor McGregor show up. Yeah, buddy. Now, does I he... feel like he's already started the groundwork. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he has. But does he come out of that legitimate fight like shoot fighting world where he is like the absolute you know r-rated what not the r-rated superstar like edge but you know what i'm saying like f this f that whatever does he come over and does he get the, the handcuffs put on him and the scripting and all that and or do they let him be connor i mean they're gonna let him be the brock lesnar you know he's gonna, he, he's gonna he be ne- another he needs to be connor yeah. with their filter mm-hmm. there's no reason to give him a character he's got a great character right. oh he sure does uh but they need to filter what he says because he he can go off. Yeah, <laughs> and they need to they need to you know teach him how to gear his his talking. Uh, oh, yeah, the wrestlers are a bunch of wussies. Yeah, I say wussies, right? Hmm. It's a, it's I PG. said W, not a well, it's, P. That's PG even, enough, right? It's not even the it's not even the 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 bad words. It's just that when he talks, he's all over the place from mm-hmm. one topic to another. When when WWE needs some people to talk, they need they need to they need the people to be able to steer your attention towards the next yeah. pay per view, the next yeah. show, towards the merchandise. That's how to get the sound bites for the video vignettes. Yeah, put in there. It's... Vignettes is now a funny word. Vignettes. <laughs> well, I'll Mikey tell you what, Mikey D, right? Yeah. So we got the road to WrestleMania Elimination Chambers coming up, Fast Lane coming up, which is a Raw pay per view, another NXT. The night before, uh, two nights before WrestleMania, the Hall of Fame, Kurt Angle's going in, more than likely... Uh, oh, it's true. Oh, that, well, yeah, well, that's true. That's damn true. Kurt Angle's going in. What were the other names I heard? DDP, more than likely going in mm. uh, this I, year. I think I heard Christian thrown in there. Uh, Christian was thrown in yeah. there. There was another really name. Already? He deserves it. Uh, but, uh, they didn't wait long to put Edge in there either, did they? Like, no. after he had retired? No, yeah. they didn't wait long at all. No. Um, no. But we will see. What happens? So this has been a great conversation. We've uh, this has been dirty and it's been ugly, and we've talked about EWA Pro Wrestling. We talked about WWE. We talked about a lot of different stuff, um, and we want to thank our special guests, the timekeeper for EWA Pro Wrestling, Mr. Joe Clunk, and we want to thank the senior official from EWA Pro Wrestling, Mr. Corey Berger, B E R G E R. Get yourself some burger cookies. Um, look on Burger Cookies. Is it BurgerCookies.com? Is that where it is? That's the website? Yeah, BurgerCookies.com. BurgerCookies.com. Is it BurgerCookies.com? It's BurgerCookies.com. Burgerscookies.com. As you eat a burger cookie. Mm-hmm. Burgers you... cookies. Uh, 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 who? You who? heard it. Who? 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 <laughs> yep, right there, BurgerCookie.com. Burger it's even on the box. It's, it's on the packaging. That's what I'm talking about, and thank mm. you for bringing that. And, and uh, if we were talking with burger cookies in our mouths, we don't care mm. because we enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. So coming up on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast in the very near future, we will have Joey Badami on the podcast coming up. I, I, we're gonna, I'm sure we're going to touch base with Violet 
Violet, uh, the social media ambassador, which if anybody wants to be our social media ambassador for Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, not Violet, but somebody else, hit us up. I, I would, but interviews. I don't know what social media is. <laughs> it doesn't matter what social media, mm. I'll tell you. But uh, we appreciate being on uh, everywhere. So, and we're going to have uh, an all-photography episode. We're going to talk about that, wrestling in Maryland, and, and big league photography, and also Lotus League photography. You know, a lot of uh, independent photographers out there. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be nice. And we're going to have more guests. Uh, we want to have Sykes and Storm maybe one-on-one, face-to-face, you know. Uh, might want to have that down the road. We want to have uh, Jason Drake and the Rabbit Rizzo on for the third time. Three times. It'll be gonna second make... time for Rabbit Rizzo. It'll be second time for Rabbit third Rizzo, time. third time for Jason Drake. And the week that you don't have guests, I can just come by and pretend to be a whole bunch of people. Uh, yeah. Um, that, that could work. You have 35 people on the show at one time. That's, you might uh, need a We could just plug that we're going to have Conor McGregor <laughs> on the show. Conor? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that will work. Let's and that's not going to be lawsuits. <laughs> There's not going to be any lawsuits at all, I guarantee you. And uh, we, we were gonna we're gonna try uh, at some point Jr's family barbecue sauce past the stale date probably, but uh, it's worth a shot. About by about three months. Three right. months. Well, why don't you just put some on a cookie and see see what happens? You know, I could do that. I'm, but I'm I, not gonna. I know I will because this oh. is the Dirty Ugly Wrestling podcast. Yeah. We're gonna open this stuff up. Any, so Dirty Mike is gonna open eh. this three month old. It's stuck. What you don't JR. see right now is is that Mike is having trouble opening. That's dirty, a Mike. Dirty Mike. Look, man, it's having trouble opening up. Jr's got this thing tight. So it's some serious uh, barbecue so sauce. It's childproof. Football, see, football players can open that. Mm. Get a whiff of that. That's not bad. You smell? Yeah, take it. Take a whiff of that. It's not bad. Here, Let me smell take that. a whiff. That's good, man. That's, That's not good bad. Stuff. So this is Chipotle ketchup. And you, where where was the date? I didn't even see it. Is it on here? Yes. Where it's, the hell is it? uh, it's usually on the label. Oh, right yeah. there. It's uh, I couldn't see it because it was a. So it's best used by October 29, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> All right, it's still good. It might be a so, little tangy, you know. Little... For historical purposes, they just put that on there for legal reasons. Yeah, Sorry. given the amount of vinegar in this, uh, you should be good. Okay, so <laughs> just a little what dabble. Do you think, do you? Uh, a condiment for a burger cookie? How do you feel about that, Corey? Uh, I think that that's... He's not the I mean, surgeon aren't these general. good enough in, in itself? I mean, you know, putting chipotle ketchup on a burger I cookie? I wouldn't mess with it. Uh, the recipe's already great. but you It know, is. It's... But for, you know, just for the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast and for our guests here... Knock I'm yourself try out. And then, you know, when we come back in two weeks, I'm going to let you know uh, if I, you know... If he's still alive. Was so sick the, the next day or anything like that. We've done worse on other shows, so... This is true. Um, mm, smells good. Uh, hmm. They're, they're uh, actually, they're pretty good with uh, Old Bay chips. Burger Everything's cookie? good with Old Bay. Yeah, Old Bay chips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. I'm not going to um, drink this Chocolate like I would Cracker Barrel good. syrup, but I'm going to say that was... Um, it's not going to shock on it? Oh. not going to shock on it. Okay. But it's pretty tasty, and I want to thank you, Joe Clunk, for bringing that in. All right. Thank, uh, Corey Burger for bringing in burger cookies, B E R G E R, um, and the so, fusioning of two flavors. Now it's hitting me because it's actually hitting me on the top of the, of the mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, and because of the thickness of the chocolate, that's gonna sit there for a while. It is sitting there, and I have no water left. <laughs> Boom! Right oh, you, hand, don't, right you hand. don't want you don't want water anyway. Of, you want mm. you want milk. 
Yeah. Milk. Oh, yeah. Well, I got some milk that I'm going to use. I got about a half gallon, 2%. Typ- typically, water makes spices burn more. So That's a good idea. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah I like that. The, uh, the ranch this man's a your, wealth your of wings. information. Listen ah. to that tidbit. That was great. Tidbit? So, uh, <laughs> tid- <laughs> Jesus. Tidbit. I could say the other thing, but He's trying to say it. I'm trying to get you in trouble. So that it'll go through. It was good. I'm trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, gentlemen, for being on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Corey, thank you. Uh, Joe, thank you. It was all your pleasure. Uh, thank you. <laughs> all right. And, and Big Ugly, thank you for what we do. We appreciate it. Well, thank you. I feel like now I have to thank you. Oh, you don't yeah. have to. Well, well, I appreciate well, it, though. Good. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and we thank you for listening to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. And we'll be back next time. With more uh, chipotle sauce on more things and more milk, uh, apparently. We're going to put over milk. Who brings out milk? I don't even know. I just get milk from Giant. Giant! Uh, Super G, Clo- son. Clo- Cloverland we put Giant over early. Uh, Cloverland. That's a, that's a semi-local. Man, okay. we are not selfish. We will put you over. <laughs> you, yeah, that's right. We we will put you over. So uh, Whether you want to be or not. <laughs> For all your food hookups. That's BurgerCookies.com. That's B-E-R-G-E-R. <laughs> all right, we're going to get out of here. So we're going to say what we say at the end of all of our podcasts, and that is deuces, right? I was going to count down. Why are you going to count down? Royal Rumble countdown. <laughs> I just said deuces. Let's say it. Three, two, one. Deuces. deuces.